In the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Anchortown Dogs, located on 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Crude Magazine, Alaska-based media outlet using the last frontier as a springboard to discover larger truths about the cultures of our great state. Read more at crudemag.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include snow and ice management, weekly lawn care, and more. Get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. 
Lady with a Plan, your own Alaska event planner. From scouting the perfect location to planning the tiniest details, specializing in event management and production for intimate social gatherings. Find Lady with a Plan on Instagram. It doesn't need, won't need like anything. Well, I mean, it could oil change or something easy, but. No, he has, I'm, I don't know if he already sold it, but he has some that it's already ready to go. Yeah. So I know he was trying to sell Scott one, and I tried to connect them, but then Scott ended up buying something else. Okay. Peter's? Um, yeah. Yeah. We're talking Argos, folks. We're talking Argos. Open it up with the Argo. Argo talk. Yep. Oh, so I thought you were going to buy a brand new one. No, 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 no. That was, no, that's, that's too, too much. What is a brand new one cost? Like 30 and that's tracks and I think the, that's, that's almost, and that's that almost like the stock ones because they like change the body style. They have a bigger motor now. I think tracks and cabs and all that, it's like pushing 50. Th- be 30 and 40 or something like that. Yeah. Damn. So just no, get a man, Toyota. I'm, I'm a. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just get a Toyota. You'd be in the same spot. Well, does a Toyota come with tracks? Because I. You, you can, know, you I don't can do know. Any, you can do anything. Do they? I haven't yeah. seen one with you tracks. You could get like a track Total kit. truck. Hit them up. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Shout out to hey, the sponsor. I'd, I'd love to see uh, Mike, Mike Q. Mike spells his Mike. Mike with a Q. Uh, put some tracks on a 4Runner. That'd be, be cool, man. Yeah. Let me look it Probably up Probably real really, quick, really actually. cool for the wintertime. Yeah. Actually. more Like hard pack trails, snow machine trails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty dope. Actually, you probably run. Yeah, boom. Right there. There it is. There they are. Yeah, yep. Just like that. Damn, and they're all the old gens. Like, this is the one I have. Oh, you dropping gens now? You're like a <laughs> gen? You're like a Toyota yo, gen guy? I am yeah, tonight. it's like gen three. <laughs> <laughs> what is this thing? A Volkswagen? <laughs> it's a Touareg. Wow. Cool, though. What a rabbit hole you can go down here. <laughs> I've never seen that. Have you looked bro. at this stuff, Haley? No, I haven't, but that might be a new Alaska goal. I mean, look at this. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I that's mean, it just like <sighs> you're kind of like limited in all reality, though. On that, like, I don't know. You'd have to run like, um, like I feel like you could do really good on like, say, you want to go deep into Petersville Road. All right, okay. so at Croto Creek, if you have you been down Petersville Road, Mm-mm. mile like hundred one ten. Was that Petersville's in Trapper Creek? Yeah, something like that. One ten Petersville Road is an old mine road that goes back in. It hits a Y. There's an old lodge. Actually, lodge got rebuilt. It's back up and running. Okay. It's dope. Mm-hmm. Go get a beer and a burger. But you oh, can the go, one that burned down. Yeah, it's rebuilt. rebuilt. Mm-hmm. I've never been on that trail in the summer. Only oh, really? On the, only on the winter oh, snow machines. Oh man, it's or cool snowmobiles. <laughs> snowmobiles. <laughs> I've converted. <Yeah>. It's cool. <laughs> okay. But what I'm saying is, is that you know that trail gets groomed by the local groomer. Mm-hmm. You know, in that like Trapper Creek. Winter? Yeah, wintertime. Yeah. And it's huge. And, you know, snow machines rip up and down it and mogul it all up and whatnot. But oh, so when it's groomed, it's not. Oh, no, when it's freshly groomed, no. But that oh, lasts for about ne- five okay. days. Okay, and I've never then, been on it like that. You know, the local guys in the Scandics and Tundras are like, you know, with their trailers, keeping it clean, respecting the trail. Then the bros show up. Yeah. Start. With the 1,000 turbos, and they're just like skiing. And then they just, yep. So by like if you know by Friday morning it usually starts getting ripped to shreds. Sunday it's just like clapped. So if you're yeah. a cabin owner, you're coming out like, went just slamming your, you know, sled all the way out. Did I ever tell anyway, you Anyway, real quick, Go ahead. hold that thought. <laughs> I think that would be a really fun road or access area where you could go deep with 
a setup with tracks. Yeah, some yeah. because the, the the trail's hard enough packed and wide enough. What about you Eureka? Could, Have you done Eureka? Oh, that'd be a good one too. I've been up in the area, but I haven't really done it. Oh man, mm-hmm. I see. Like you've, you've been I see on like not even not even like yeah. lifted it, shit, yeah. like regular forerunners mm-hmm. and, and Toyota trucks just go back in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went in. Uh, was it early June, late May, and there's still quite a bit of snow, so I couldn't do uh, too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you, yeah, you got to go That's, do that. It's getting one. rot. It's getting yeah. too rotten awesome. by that time. Mm-hmm. The snow and like shit. We just went in uh, early June, and there's First spots that we like barely made it. Yeah, there's still a bunch of snow with side by sides and right. like meat wagons and stuff. And yeah, like we had to have a dude break the trail to get us around some of the stuff. So May, you'd be yeah. How far would you get? Like a mile down the trail, maybe in May. I've done it, and that's when I went in the river. With <laughs> on purpose? No, no. <laughs> well, yeah, I did on purpose, but I didn't was think that it was going to. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to sweep me away. Hold on, real quick. So to get that deep at that early a time, you must have been riding on a lot of hard pack ice and snow that was there over was, the trail. There was. We did ride over snow and stuff like that. Okay. And we ended up um, going down Monument. Wow. Th- during that time, which was super sketchy. But I had just got the brand new Outlander. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this fucking thing can do it. And so I'm with Kendo and Cisco. Yeah. And we get to Nalchina. It's just raging, dude. It's brown. It's gnarly. It's raging. Just it's raging. Called, I don't know break, what the... It's called breakup. Oh, dude. dude. I didn't know what I was thinking. And they're like, you got the new new Can-Am, dude. You could, you go first. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I could do it. I get like three feet in and it just like sweeps me down, dude. I'm just like, have to like jet ski the thing. I think I told the story already on the podcast, but it just... I, that thing like will float, right? Because the wheels float. And I end up going like... I don't know, 500 yards down the river. Oh, and I'm just like, bumblebee out. And I'm trying to like find a way to uh, exit, but there's like snow and ice sperms all on the mm-hmm. side. And I find one little opening and I gun it and it just like, like a jet ski would. And I cut into that side and I jump off the four wheeler and I just grab like brush and I'm hanging <laughs> on to the four wheeler and the brush. And I'm like screaming at these guys, like, come on. Come get, the wheeler, get my wheeler. And I'm like this high and like raging ice cold water oh, with my brand new four wheeler. It was, oh man, it was full of like hypothermia, take all my shit off, like fire. What about Cisco though? I have to call him out every <laughs> single fucking time on this story, dude. So my buddy Cisco, Cisco. who's a badass, okay. He, he comes the over there right away, like to help me, like to try to winch me and I'm holding the brush and I'm holding the, the, like my, the front bar of my wheeler. Hold on real quick. Did you guys, did you get across or did you, did no, you float no. down and come back on that side? No, I knew I had to come back or else oh, I'd be okay. stuck over yeah, there. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Damn. That would Never be clarified that part. So I was like, man, those guys cross at a better spot. No, there's no, okay. there was no better spot. No. I was like, no, we're not so crossing he, So he goes and I'm like, you got to grab my winch. You got to grab my winch. And so he sticks his hand in, in the river, and he's, like, trying to find the winch. And he pulls his arm out, and he's like, it's cold. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker, it's fucking cold. I'm fucking cold. Put your fucking hand in there right now and grab it. You know, and he's like, okay. He's like, gets it, and they finally get me out. And it, it was so funny. Cisco I, tells it better, because he's like, it's cold. He does this. And I'm like, Daniel's up to his chest. <laughs> in the river yeah no room to talk <laughs> oh man so we had to like there's no trees there so we had to like take all these like willows and all this stuff and like start a fire and take all my shit off and, and that was it like we had a camp like right there and that was like yeah the end now of the you trip. don't go back there till like the 10th of june 
Yeah, no. Don't yeah. even try. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. But the other story I was going to say was on that um, Peter's Creek Trail. Oh. I went, when I went with Boots. Winter, uh, winter time. Winter Snow time. Machine. It is the first time I've ever been on that trail. And um, I had Park borrowed. Proto? Yes, I, the hill down, and then I the think so. And, and we went all the all way the to the, we went all right the way there. to the um the cabin back there, the lodge, and and ate and drank beers and shit. And then we got like halfway back and realized we we're gonna be out of gas. Oh no! And so, and so he's like, "Well, I'll go back to the truck and get gas, and you wait here." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay," like an idiot. And so he leaves. And how long is that trail? Where where did he? It was I'd say like in the middle. I mean, he was gone for hours. I got twisted up. I mean, it depends on how far you're going. So if you went from Croto, were you out in the swamps when you decided that he was? No, we went to the, the cabin and then halfway back to the truck, whatever that is. Anyway, it took him like okay. two hours. Okay, it's not that far, though. I mean, it's it's like. It seemed like forever. I want to say a 25, 30-minute ride if you really know what you're doing. and you go But it was fast. our first time like ever. Oh, so you guys. Like machine. Yeah, got it. Two rookies out there. Yep. Yep. And so, like, an idiot, like, why didn't I just jump on his machine and go with him yeah. and come back? So I'm, like, sitting there on the snow machine, and I hear wolves howling. I don't have a headlamp. I don't have a lighter. I don't have anything. And I'm just, like, hearing these wolves, and I'm like, oh, they're coming. They're going to surround me. <laughs> and I'm just, like, scared, you know. And then finally, like, it seemed like hours later, he comes back with gas, and then we roll out of there. But it was like, why didn't I just ride on his the whole yeah. time? Why did I stay there? <laughs> like that was stupid. Well, you're, you know, rookie. It's your first day, so yeah. <laughs> things yeah, to think was, about after the fact. Yeah, and that's exactly. probably why I don't snow machine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just got to take it seriously and pay attention. Yeah, prepare. Yeah, you know. Um, uh, yeah, that that track thing would be good on Petersville Road. Yeah, that'd be fun. Eureka would be good. Oh, plenty of other ones. Yeah, Hatcher's Pass up there would be good. Yeah, you yeah. Should just riding out to the glacier. Would be fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I feel like you would have to put those on and leave them on yeah. for a while. Have to be like a trailer rig. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah that's... You can ride around town That's like... Those. You have that in a daily. Exactly, yeah. 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 One day. When you get that dividend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to Shall Alaska we? Wild Project episode 79. Ooh. Yes. Nice. We have Haley Buffy. See why? That's why you have to that save right. it. That's why you got to save it. I know. It. And then I failed and didn't put it by the mic. Uh, <laughs> buff, buff you? Buff you. Yes. You should make a t-shirt. Hashtag buff you. Well, the funny thing is, so my grandpa is a retired uh, law enforcement officer, and he used to say our last name. And people would be like, what are you saying to me? And he'd be like, I'm just saying my last name. Oh, <laughs> Buff <man>. you. <laughs> And you he probably liked saying it. He was like, yeah, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna see if this will oh, yeah. this uh-huh, guy." Up. It always did. <laughs> <laughs> um, Haley's uh, Instagram up. is at hbuff underscore akrnr ak runner. Um, Haley is a Washington Wazoo and ASU alumni. Um, you are also an advocate for lady-owned Toyotas. Yep. You are a Toyota advocate. You're a commercial fisherwoman. Yep. And um, what, what am I missing? Um, that's pretty much it. I'm actually the Alaska ambassador for Lady Owned Toyotas. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, cool. So we have ambassadors in each state. Okay. Um, oh. And just a cu- few months ago, I was uh, added on for the Alaska. So we have three of us up here now. 
So tell us more about that. So is that is it is there like one in every state? There's at least one in every state, yeah. Um, and there wasn't one here already? We had one up here already, and then she was planning on moving out of state. So me and one other girl kind of jumped in for that role, and now she's staying. So now there's three of us. <laughs> oh, right on. But, so lady-owned Toyotas. Is that yeah. a website too? Uh, yeah, it is. They have merch and all that kind of stuff. Um, they have a pretty big following on Instagram, and then there's a Facebook group with... Uh, I think it's like 12,000 people in the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have people, obviously. All ladies? Yep. All lady-owned. Um, any kind of Toyotas. Most of them are Forerunners Tacomas, but anything. Uh, Lexus as well, because Lexus oh, yeah. is Toyota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been super fun. So what's, the, what's like the goal of that, to just um, get more ladies involved in overlanding stuff? It's not necessarily just overlanding, off-roading. It's more like enthusiasts, just people who really like their car, want to learn more about it, um, meet like-minded people, and kind of share what they enjoy. Because a lot of times, you know, you post something and not everyone gets, like, what you're so excited about. But then there's this group and it's like everyone's cheering for one another. It doesn't matter how much you know or what you don't. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a positive, rich culture among Exactly, yeah. Look, Toyota people are Toyota people. Mm-hmm. So let me share something with you about Toyotas. They're the best? No. They're really <laughs> great they products. <laughs> they're really great products. So growing up, my dad was a, like, Wheeler and Dealer used car salesman. Not like owned a cheesy dealership. And he had worked for that and, and had his own little truck dealership, which was pretty cool at the first time. First thing of its, like, you know, creation in Alaska on Tudor Road, he had an all-truck used dealership. So, no cars on there. Okay. You probably remember driving by it. Was it by... Uh, um, Tudor and Lake Otis? Oh, yeah. Yeah, going Used west on the gas corner. and goes over there at Old... Right uh, by Texaco. No, what was the one Oh, uh, Courtney's. Courtney's. Yeah, yeah, Courtney's was still there, too. And he, he actually ran that for a while. You know what a gas and go is? Uh-uh. What? <laughs> well, you're too young. Yeah. So before, so all you uh, young never folks. Been, never been in some Hellions cars on <laughs> yeah. a fucking. Back in the school. 90s and the 80s, you used to not have to, pre- there was no prepay for gas. Oh. You would just go and raise the little lever and put your gas in the car and then go inside and pay. Okay. But as punk teenagers, we would lift the lever. They ruined this for everyone. We ruined it for <laughs> We would just fill up the gas can, fill up the truck, and then. Not pay and just leave, <laughs> or a middle finger or something. Yeah, and know. just and just uh-huh. leave. And with then the we got smart. We realized like license plate. Like one of our buddies worked at one. He's like, well, if you don't put the thing back on the nozzle or on the little square thing, it doesn't beep inside, so they don't know to look. So we would just like gas and then put the thing on the ground and then leave. <laughs> Bad. And then our buddy worked at punk ass shit. <laughs> yeah, worked at Courtney's, mm-hmm. and it was like a thing. It was like, all right, well, we'll give you 20 bucks and we'll all yeah. go fill up. <laughs> well, they didn't used to like go hard. So when dad and uncle Dave ran it, he piled up, he had two buckets with rocks and then like we go out in the back and we'd pick like the perfect, like grapefruit sized stones and people would do gas and goes, dude. And he would fly right out of there with the stone and just wham. Oh, really? Oh, blew out many a glass, back glasses, quarter glasses, doors smash taillights like hope the gas and go is worth it because you just got your whole thousand dollar back glass wow yeah he got good dude yeah (laughs) he's an old high school pitcher so he was just like he just had us rock rock buckets buckets of rocks and we got like specific sized like baseball sized ones because he had like he had a time where he could step out and then like peel off on the tutor it was like about a 
25 yard huck but so with a real heavy ish but small rock he didn't have to throw it hard to like time it and just like he always nailed the car no matter what didn't always break out glass but when he broke out glass it was like yeah <laughs> got him like well, that, no, that never happened 30 38 dollar gas and go turned into you know yeah 800 <laughs> yeah back glass replacement oh my god or just duct tape and trash bag on the back of the yeah. window which seen plenty of that so you're saying your dad was the truck guy and what were you gonna say about that brandon oh oh hello sorry. oh recording. i went back oh yeah we're still we're still on that oh yeah uh okay toyotas yeah yes, toyotas. yes. sorry got sidewinded on the uh gas and go there <laughs> all right toyotas hold their value like almost no other vehicle maybe volkswagen van mm-hmm. is probably the next thing yeah. but one thing my dad always if he found a toyota tacoma a forerunner especially um he could usually at least almost double if not like a 60 70 percent like so you'd find one for say 2500 bucks and sell it for seven thousand or you know find yep. for three grand sell it for you know 6500 i mean it was like wash it you know clean the wheels and tires up take some good pictures of it some toyota yeah. my dad called them toyota geeks mm-hmm. like instantly that thing sold you put it on the lot somewhere or you put it on the corner of a parking lot back in the day, you could just like throw a for sale sign and something and get away with a couple days before somebody would mess with you. <laughs> and those things would sell day one. And always, he always came up probably the most profit margin on Toyota. Really? Wow. Yep. I and mean, they last forever if you take care of them. To this day right now, so in the automotive collision industry, I see Toyotas get totaled all the time. Camrys, Ravs, you know, Toyotas mm-hmm. make a lot of good products, but their main, main trucks, you know, Tundras, Tacomas, Man, they just like hold their value, or yeah, they actually get more for them because they just they don't depreciate because there's a following mm-hmm. to the Toyota. Yeah. yeah, it is the product, it is the quality, it is a good, great Japan-made vehicle. Like yeah. hands down, no questions asked. The like '80s, '90s, you know, two, early 2000s Toyota mm-hmm. products were like bulletproof. Yeah, they're right? such basic vehicles too. Like Toyota is mm-hmm. very behind. In regards to like other, mm, it's by design, right? It's to make it's on it purpose. easy to repair and yep. replace parts, and and it's part of what keeps them reliable. There's yeah. less things to go wrong. Most common Joes can pretty much work on their Toyotas mm-hmm. at home in the driveway. Yep, like a Chevy Silverado or something like that. It's kind yeah. of like you can go to Napa, you can get a tie rod end, you can get a knuckle, you can get brakes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like one of those things where you can just like keep it on the road forever it yeah. can rust around the frame and the yeah. brakes and the engine before yeah. it actually like you know goes into the grave so mm-hmm. there's a following that's my whole point on that yeah, was the toyota sure. geeks yeah, and there's lots i no, mean no disrespect guys but my <laughs> my first truck my first car ever in high school was a 92 forerunner that i bought from alaska usa i don't know if you remember they used to do like they used to sell repoed cars mm-hmm. or people that couldn't pay their whatever yeah and so i They're went repos. and i bought a 92 um forerunner and I, I don't remember what i bought it for like thirteen thousand or something and then uh i put three hundred and sixty thousand miles on it wow and i still sold it for like seven g's in like 10 minutes damn how'd you put so many miles on it Oh, I went everywhere, everywhere, everywhere with that thing. We was rolling the strip, bro. Yeah, 
Yeah. And so, and another thing, uh, like my wife right now, she has a 2002 4Runner. Mm-hmm. And the one that you're saying never sell. And everyone is always trying to buy it. And yep. everyone that knows is like, don't ever sell it. And so we had to take it to the mechanic yep. to get, um, there was like a wobble. and need to get something, the rotor fixed or something. And uh, he's, he, my buddy Air, Air Auto, shout out to Air. Uh, he works on Toyotas and all this stuff. And he said that he just fixed one. He's like, I had this old guy come in here and he has the same exact forerunner as my wife and it has 600,000 miles on it. Holy. He says, I just changed the timing belt and that thing started right up. And he's like, you'll get another 400 on this. That's crazy. Yeah. That is why I love Toyotas. <laughs> and he's like, do not ever sell this. Do not ever, ever, ever sell it because you can always fix it and it will just go, 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 mm-hmm. go forever. And I think hers has 200,000 right now. Yeah. On it. It has like the classic like rust spots on the bumper and all that. But yeah. But everything still yeah, works. Keep that yeah. forever, Mechanically, dude. it's good. Yeah, everything yeah. still works. Everything is good. Tape player, CD player, <laughs> all of it. She could use a new front seat. Like it's like from all the getting in and Sliding out. Sliding in and out. Yeah. Yeah, it wears out the cushion in the spring. Yeah. But that thing runs nice. Some good upholstery shops here in town that can take care of that. Yeah, I'll go see. Um, I actually changed, had a change on my Tacoma, uh, my chair, come in and out. And it's not leather. They didn't offer leather when I bought that Tacoma. Um, it's, it was it just wasn't an offer. Mm. Um, and so I wore that chair that's a T- out. That's a TRD Tacoma? Um, yeah, TRD Sport, I want to say it is. Yeah. With the, mm-hmm. the six-foot bed and the double, the double cab That's what's door. pretty cool about your little Yoda. I like that. You got that big bed on it. Yeah. Yeah, you got like a like a legit you don't see mid-size too many. truck, but with a full-size full size, bed. Yeah. yeah. You don't see those at all. Actually. No, you only see a couple. And the reason I wanted that is so I could put the four-wheeler in the mm, back of there, mm-hmm. which looks a little silly because sometimes the four-wheeler looks bigger than the Tacoma. <laughs> yeah, I know. And they're like, well, you should put the Tacoma on the four-wheeler. <laughs> like people talking shit. Yep. <laughs> the haters going to hate. Yeah. Oh, you know, especially when you put a four-wheeler in the back. like Yeah. Because it's kind of a full-size truck thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put a snow machine or a four-wheeler in the back, you know? Yep. Yeah. Well, it's like, what are you trying to do over there, Toyota guy? <laughs> Trying to be one of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just buy a full size, man. Uh-huh. If you're trying. <laughs> so anyway, I changed the chair out. The front chair, I went to um, Northwest Auto over there off Boniface with our buddy, the Austin Cops, and hooked me up with the new chair. And they always be having parts for it, too. That's another thing about a Toyota. You can go to Salvage Yard, and they'll have a wheel. Yep. They'll have a headliner. They'll have a, a speaker. A, a, a tram. Yeah. yeah. Like One some of everything to make a whole vehicle. Yeah. The fender, it's pretty beat up, but if it ain't rusty, you could like fix the dents and paint it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, it might be torn up. I think the homie at work was looking for like a gate for an 87 Forerunner with the electric window. Mm-hmm. And it was just like dilapidating inside. So he buys this like pretty crusty beat up old gate up in Fairbanks, gets it down here. It's like, usable but now he's like trying to piece together because they're now all disassembled and as you know like disassembling shit from the 80s like it may not go back together so he's trying to piece all of between the two gates whatever he can possibly cobble you know he fixed the dents and got it painted and it's all beautiful but now it's got the guts that are just like everything's just crusty yeah oh my god dude but uh you can you know He's looking for a gate for an 87, and lo and behold, there's a salvage yard in Fairbanks mm-hmm. to have that has the one. part, yeah. you know? Yep. So I think it's cool that they that back window does come down. Yeah. I always yeah. love that. It may not go back up. 
But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, hey, look, I actually, I, I'm a Toyota fan. I, I've I actually had a little Toyota for like a sh- little hot minute mm-hmm. in high school, and it was pretty cool. And I, I actually really do like them. It's just like one of those things where I just like don't want to let my friends see me driving it. Right. So I'm just like, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> see, I get you hate always. on the, hate it a lot. Like, no, nah, man. It's like, is that you in a Tacoma? No. Yeah. No, <laughs> I always bro. make the argument that <laughs> Come on. Tacomas are not real trucks. And the whole Toyota world is like, that's not true. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's not. Can it tow the same as like Ford, Chevy, GMC? Yeah. But I still love them and they have their time and place. Hell yeah. They're They're awesome awesome. They do, man. I've towed three, two four-wheelers and one in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had All the, uh, I had a, a, a interesting experience that we're on the topic. I was traveling from Fairbanks, actually, coincidentally, coming back to Anchorage. And there was a rep from Toyota who was up there uh, educating all the dealers and the managers and the, and the sales guys on mm-hmm. the new Camry, the RAV, the Tundra that were all coming out in like three or four months before they were going to start getting the shipments of the new rigs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, that's cool, man. You actually come in like hands-on, do presentations and learn them up on the new stuff. You yeah. know, that's, that's cool. I'm sure all of them do it, but got a little behind the scenes. Anyway, well, he had the new Tundra at the time, and this is like probably 2000... 12 or something. So this is like the earlier Tundra. When it went from the T100, oh, okay. it switched to the Tundra. Okay. And then there was the older body style Tundra that was like um, maybe like a like a 2000, maybe 7 to like 12. And then after that, there was like a more of like a big body like kind of the old, the original, original Tundra was a nice truck, had a really good, the V-Force 5.7 was a good, good vehicle. But then they like, built their body style up and then made the interiors like you said they were like way behind on interior design like yeah that tundra at the time was like you had a gmc or a f-150 lariat it was like this thing's like a freaking you know golf cart like what's yeah. going on here you know yeah. but then they upped their game and they actually put together a nice mm-hmm. interior package and anyway he was breaking down how they had made a really cool unique model and they had like a hybrid three-quarter ton slash half ton truck and he like broke down the full design of it and like we had like 45 minutes flying back from fairbanks so i got the full like his presentation or whatever maybe he just threw down and i was like man that's really cool and then they did at the time like they had a truck that was beefier than an f-150 or a silverado 1500 mm-hmm. but it wasn't quite an hd chevy or power stroke right but it like put out enough power and it had enough heavy duty suspension that it could like do the job and i was like man that's pretty cool like that's innovative mm-hmm. that's like Chevy and Ford just offered like you can get the heavy duty or you can get the light duty. Yeah, it's like one or the other, and they were like, "We're gonna get the like the perfect in between." So when you buy our truck, you can push it to the limit. It's like Jack's truck. Jack's Tundra is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. We talk about him towing his Woolridge with it. I'm like, dude, he can do it. The thing's rated. It can yeah. actually do it. Yeah. Has enough power. Everything. Should you do it all the time, back and forth to Homer? Probably not. Yeah, because like anything, it's gonna tear it up. Yeah. I don't care if you have a three-quarter ton Chevy. It'll tear that thing up doing that. Right. But point is, is that it was really cool to get that, like, full-blown in-depth breakdown of, Mm -hmm. like, the design and how they did it. And I really respected – I've always respected Toyota, but that, you know – Different side of it. Side of it was just, Mm -hmm. like, cool, man. Like, that – you know, and ever since then, I was like, I liked them. I'd never buy one. Oh, no. (laughs) But I watched them going down the road, and I'm like, damn. Your beard's too thick for that. I'm like, that truck's nice, man. Those are are nice trucks, man. Yep. I don't like the new ones. 
the new yeah. tundras. Yeah. Tough, dude. I didn't like them at first, and then I started seeing them around more, and I was like, okay, it's kind of growing on me. The interior is really nice. Hell yeah. They definitely they got with the times on that. Mm-hmm. Um, the screen itself is like 14 inches. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, it mirrors a uh, Ram. If you've ever been in new like Laramie Ram, I haven't. Is it pretty similar? Yeah, like, it's like holy it's shit, Tesla. it's fucking like yeah, it's like twenty four. It's like that TV, dude. <laughs> yeah, flipped. Yeah, yeah and in it's like console. long ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like that's, that's not distracting. Cool. No, no, yeah, no. right. Yeah, but <laughs> the new one, I don't know. It's like they combine like the Tundra and the Tacoma, and I don't know. There's something about it. I'm like, uh, it's pretty soft looking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The front's weird. Just yeah. soft. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's ugly or anything. I mean, like. Again, I'm, I, I see him and I'm like, I'm always going to give him benefit of the doubt because I kind of have a thing, mm-hmm. the closet, you know, kind of like Toyota's, but nobody <laughs> needs to know about it. <laughs> Except for on the air so everyone world. knows now. Now. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just like, it's like soft and I don't know, like mm-hmm. the new, all the new stuff went like boxier. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of more I like, totally like, you know. I really love the Forerunners though. Mm-hmm. Those Forerunners. Here's a 2018. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I really, really like that. My yeah, wife was a really new beautiful. one of those, and I was like, "This 2002 is still rocking, girl." <laughs> Get her another one. <laughs> she can build the 2002. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, we'll give the 2002 okay. to my kid. Oh, perfect. Yeah, to one of them. Oh and man, I was thinking we could put tracks on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's got, a good idea, yeah, actually. Man. Yeah, let's I, test it out. You know? Yeah. You're talking about getting a heavy duty trailer, just you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll tell the just toying, tell the, it with the, the Forerunner with the Tacoma. <laughs> good luck. No, no, with the new Forerunner. Oh yeah, the new oh, one. Yeah. The new Forerunner towing the old Forerunner. Your old Fort. Yeah, yeah. your old Tacoma. So I like yeah, the way this is headed. And if your tranny blows out, let me know. I'll come grab it with my HD Silverado. Like it's You'll pull mile. it all home. Like it's yeah. Eight miles to the gallon. Put it all in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Haley, let's back up to some of your history. I know let's we covered it. your um, your co- kind of your college mm-hmm. um, years and all that stuff. Um, from what you remember, I know ASU was like top two party school, so I'm sure you. Yeah. So I actually did <laughs> ASU online. Oh, that's not as fun. I know. My first time going was for graduation. <laughs> and I was like trying to take photos on campus and I was like, I don't know where to go. <laughs> but Looks yeah, legit so, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks for the ASU damn the parties, the kegs. Right. But yeah, so I did my grad school online through ASU and then did my undergrad at Washington State, which is also a party school. Yes. Yeah. So Yes it is. Okay. It is, it yeah. is. So what'd record? you study? Um, criminal justice was my major, and then okay. I minored in political science. Okay. And then I mastered in criminal justice as well. All right. So. And now you're just a commercial fisherwoman? <laughs> no, I have a day job <laughs> right now. Um, I'd like to say I'm in the process of going into my career field, but I've been super lazy since I got back from fishing. Yeah. So I've like done the resume stuff, ordered transcripts. and. What do you want to do? I want to go into law enforcement. You do? Yeah. Is there a specific oh, a branch? Uh, I'm kind of looking at APD right now, so local city Okay, stuff. right on. Yeah, I thought about troopers because they pay for your pilot's license, which is super cool. But they could also oh, stick oh. you in like Norvik. Yeah. So <laughs> nope, not not that there's anything wrong with Norvik. <laughs> yeah. No, you will saying. get stuck in. <laughs> right, as a rookie, yeah. you're going there. Oh, you're yeah. going to the, yeah. the hardest spot. So, yeah, so I knocked that pretty fast. But I also would like, if I was working for them, love to do like out in the bay and do some stuff mm. with like fishing game during the fishing season. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, is it, um, I would assume that all those people, all they're all hiring, right? They're all oh, like yeah. having. They're all hiring with bonuses and. Yeah, they yeah. need, they need people. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's that's Everybody cool. I, I have a couple of buddies that are police officers. Um, m- mad respect to any law office law officer at all, whether it's just like fishing game to troopers to Anchorage police. I mean, that's a difficult job. And it sounds like that was in part of your family history. Yeah, my grandpa. Yeah. yeah but he's the only one. So he's yeah. local law enforcement or state trooper? Or? Uh, he was Seattle PD. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. Yep. So like in the was, city, city. Yeah. He was oh, on shit. the first SWAT team of Seattle. Oh, so wow. he was, yeah, 40 something years in service. And Seen it all. Damn. Yeah. So he was you my can't lie to him. big reason. I actually <laughs> wanted to be a veterinarian for a while. And then I did a job shadow for both and almost passed out watching a surgery. And I was like, nope, <laughs> <laughs> law enforcement it is. <laughs> well, hold on a minute. You said you wanted to go kill a moose. So, I mean, are you I couldn't okay? do like, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. But I do you realize you have to pull a gut bag the size of a Volkswagen, you know, bug no, out it, it wasn't thing, that. Right? It was like the sounds that all the different things were. And I was like, no. Oh, is, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So I know I, I have... Um, you ever ran a bone saw? Uh, yeah, that's, that's, out a, there. that's a sound. <laughs> battery power now. <laughs> <laughs> the saw's all like... Yep. Just bone flying everywhere. Just charge the batteries mm-hmm. this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, charge them up. Bring the extra one, too. Oh, I have three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one on for my each list. critter. One for each mm-hmm. critter. Yeah. Um, it seems like... Um, You always need more officers, right? Like always, and man, there's, I've seen more and more women officers. Mm-hmm. Um, I own some hot dog stands downtown and obviously right. the new police station is down there. And mm-hmm. so you see all the, all the officers and the bike officers. Um, is there a specific, like, oh, you said you wanted to go to the Bay Area? Is that what you said? Well, if I went troopers, that would be what I wanted to get into eventually. Okay. Um, but for now, local is where I want to be. Do they have, um, because I work with some of the um, security guards in the federal building, and almost all those guys are like, that's like a stepping to- stone to like yep. airport police, to like state trooper, to APD, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, get experience. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. and they tell me about when the, um, what's the word? Not camp, but it's... Uh, Academy? Academy, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the word. So for APD... Um, do they have like it twice a year, once a year? How's that work? I think it's twice a year because it's six months long. Okay. Um, and APD is the, if I'm correct, the only agency in the state of Alaska where their academy is actually in Anchorage. All the other ones are in Juneau. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's also kind of nice and a reason why I'm looking at that. Um, but you talked about airport police. They're also hiring right now. Yeah. And they're different because they're also fire. So they do mm. both, and it's kind of different day to day. You don't really know what you're going to do until yeah. you show up. Yeah, and you have to be cross trained, mm-hmm. which Sweet. I think is super cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not learn mm-hmm. if you're going to get into that? Yeah, like be uh, well rounded. Well, yeah, and it sounded to me like talking to the, some of the guys that that's like a pretty sweet gig. Mm-hmm. The airport police, that's like it is. not much goes down, you yeah. know, all the time. Yep. But you're still like at the same level as you mm-hmm. know. All the other people, yeah. but you're trained not, and everything. Yeah, yeah more trained. More yeah, tra- more trained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's really cool. I don't know. Have you ever wanted to do something like that? Yeah, actually, I, yeah, I did. I did. Um, I wanted to be a fish cop. Okay. I wanted to be like a, a wildlife mm-hmm. officer, where it was like more of like an educational type role. Okay, so more like community oriented versus no, like. I mean, I wanted to. I, I wanted to. I was super intrigued by um, 
officers and reps that would come and, you know, board my dad's boats back in the day or stop us 60 miles in Eureka and like mm-hmm. pull up. And I'm like, dude, these guys are cruising around four wheelers. <laughs> yeah. Right. It looks fun. I'm like, they're just doing what I already love to do. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're not hunting, but they're just out here. Yeah. They're just like checking on yeah. stuff and like being present. Yeah. And they weren't like out to bust everybody. They were just like, yo, just, Hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. They came in our camp, didn't even check anybody. They just talked. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I start, I learned real quick. I was like, oh, they just have a presence, and it's good that they're there. Yeah, to kind of sure. remind everybody that they're not they're there for an emergency. Mm-hmm. They're there to like further inform or educate people that are like, I was ten years old. And there was a gr- huge group of us guys that were back in there, and so, you know, there's always like good information that passes back and forth, and mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot of respect. Like, there's one. Um, one officer that that works the Denali Highway, and mm-hmm. I wish I knew his name. I want to say he's a Polish guy. Something, something with ski was the end of it. But <laughs> this guy, man, was so respectful. He was such a great communicator. He was, like, open to, like, helping you out. Like, mm-hmm. have you been on this trail? Mm-hmm. I've heard good things are happening over here. And totally just, like, like – we were we were having a fire and it was there was a burn there was like a burn and we tried to like be sneaky and like put the fire behind like the two trucks and all that stuff and he came over there and he's like well as long as you keep it small and he was totally and like you're right he didn't like check your license and what do you got in the trunk of your thing like he didn't do none of that he just like communicated and was like i'm here yeah you know if you guys need anything and i was just like amazed that this dude has to like travel that 120 miles Oh, I mean, it's by like, himself. Yeah, alone. and he's got a four wheeler in the back of his truck, and so he's like going on all these other trails. Yeah. I was like, what a wealth of information that that guy has. Yeah, you know. Well, and I thought what was so cool is I'm like, man, like it's like you have to be pretty damn skilled to navigate through some of the stuff that you're doing out there Mm -hmm. when you don't have another person to like bounce ideas or like, Hey, what about this braid? Or what do you think about this? Why of the trail? It's like, man, you you have to calculate your steps more because backup is far. Right. It's far. And and I'm like, man, dude, I thought it was so cool. Like we had a, um, uh, a field, uh, wildlife officer up at the little Sioux man. And he, we were way up the river prime of the king season when the kings were open back then mm-hmm. probably 10 years ago and we got so freaking like we have been hammering this area for like four weeks and we got like one or two takedowns we kept on coming back to the same hole just waiting for the fish to come up and one weekend man we got in there and we got like four kings and it was like the ultimate celebration of like all of our hard work i'm talking we went monday or we went Saturday, Sunday, came back, went out Wednesday for the night, and then we drive back to Anchorage and then come back out on Friday. And we were just, like, nailing the river. And uh, this one weekend, man, that weekend, we got a couple fish in one hole, and then we, like, went up to the river, went up the river to another hole. And uh, this fish and wildlife officer, it's gnarly coming up. I'm talking, like, if you don't know where you're going, you're smashing rocks, you're cutting your boat open. Like, no one else was up there, and it was cool because we yeah. risk, risked it a little bit. And, man, he came up there, and I was like, damn. All right, bro, you got some jet boating <laughs> skills. He's 100% by himself, man. It's like 30 mm-hmm. miles, dude. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, holy shit, man. Like, hell yeah, mad respect, yeah, man. Right. And he, like, pulls up. We're making burgers. I'm like, man, I know it's probably against the rules, dude, but <laughs> you, you want, want a burger? burger? <laughs> he, like, came all the way up here, and he's <laughs> like, I'm, 
Chris has a king. The guys are jumping in the boat to get him in the boat and go boat it, and I'm flipping burgers. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, come back. The burgers will be ready, you know? And then yeah. he comes in, and and he almost took us up on it, and I know he couldn't, but I was just like, damn, dude. And so he went up, camped up there, and then he come back down like two other times. We're on the river. He was I, camping? He was said he was running up, and I'm like, dude, there's only like so much further you can go. Yeah. So he goes down, and then he comes back up, and then he doesn't come back. And we're like, Man, why would he like stay up there? So he thought we were cheating. He thought we were using row. Mm. All right, because it was no bait, mm. and we were running spinning glows, man. We just we got lucky, man. Like mm-hmm. we just the fish came in. We caught them in the mornings and the nights in the right holes. The river had come down. I mean, it was like the stars aligned yeah. for us to get lucky. Because I'm guarantee you, no one else up and down the river was catching fish. Yeah, you know, and where we were because we were so high up. Long story short, man. He finally comes in and checks us one morning, and, he, and I was like, man, I was waiting for you to come down, dude. And he admitted that he had come through, and he was watching us through the woods. Mm. Oh, he was creeping. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn. <laughs> I was like, it was almost like he was informing me so that I can tell other people. Oh, you know, right. like they could yeah. be anywhere. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But he was so cool and respectful about it. And I was like, damn, man. Like, he was, I mean, he's jumping off his boat. You know, with his per- personal protection, mm-hmm. and he's crawling through the woods. You know, I don't know how far he came down. I mean, his boat—we didn't hear it. You know, he, oh, he's, yeah, he, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he went up, and then and he, like, and he, he like, down. yeah, or he floated down or something. You know, yeah. and I was yeah. just like, holy shit, dude! Like, I, I, I was just like, damn, man, you're brave. Mm-hmm. You're a brave individual. Like, you have to be a certain person. Yeah, I don't care how much training and all that other stuff you get with the firearm and mm-hmm. all the scenarios and stuff. But like crawling around the woods and doing that stuff by yourself is is stressful. Yeah. So I mean, it was a whole other level of respect for me to that like that craft that yeah. that you know it's a job and it don't pay nothing. Yeah. At least back then it didn't pay a lot. Yeah, it was, it was more like of a, a passion thing. So to answer your question, long winded. Yeah. I really thought that would be a cool career path. I realized real quick, like, you got to be straight and narrow. Yeah. Right out the gate. And yeah, I yeah, really yeah. didn't mm-hmm. hang out with the crowd that was. So, blaming it on the homies. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Well, well, you brought up a good thing. You know, they have their um, their service gun, whatever it is, but it ain't no bear gun. Oh, it's like a forty cal mm-hmm. or something? 45? Uh, I don't I know what he it is. He had a shotgun on his boat, though. Oh, he did? Yeah, I saw okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He had a, something for bears. Yeah, he had like a legit... Mm-hmm. Like uh SWAT edition style, like short barrel. Okay, yeah. Had rounds on it, the a flashlight, okay. the whole thing. I was like, okay, that's gotta be for bears just a in couple case. different setups. Or or if like a like me rouse up a cow moose or something. Yeah. With yeah. babies. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of hazards, dude. That's why I was yeah. saying, like, it takes a lot of balls, man, to like oh, get out time, there in dude. the woods and crawl around and like you stumble across beehives, you get bit by the bugs. I mean, dude, it's that's well, you got to like, have skills. We had uh, um, these two trooper dudes roll up on us on the on the Kenai. We're rafting, and this was like I don't know, fifteen years ago, maybe more. Like when before it blew up, like you go raft on the river and you wouldn't see anybody. Mm-hmm. Like there was barely any raft that's going on, and we had the little one man rafts. And so me and my couple buddies, we'd be just going cruising around and fishing, and we're camping and eating this fire 
or uh, eating by the fire and we see these two dudes roll up or like in these little one man's like oh these dudes are doing the same cool stuff we are and they ended up being troopers and we're like what these guys <laughs> get to just like roll down the river yeah. in the one man's yeah and, like checking on dudes man. yeah i was like you yeah. gotta have some skill because you can't just Mm-hmm. do that hey man yeah. like yeah you're gonna grab the raft and get out there and you yeah know, no you're right a wheeler and jet boat and yeah. float like no man like yeah and i bet you most of those guys like their childhood was spent doing that kind of stuff it's not just like something they learned for the job yeah yeah it's like a select group when mm-hmm. they start kind of uh, uh that probably goes into like where they assign you you know, yeah. like what yeah. kind of experiences have you had? Yeah. What do you feel Especially confident if you're from doing? from Alaska, like you know certain areas really well. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> That's so cool. Yeah, it is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I imagine other agencies have a very similar approach mm-hmm. to areas, but Alaska is like vast. Right. I don't need to sit here and go on this podcast for 50 minutes. How big Alaska is. Look at it next yeah. to the map. It's just huge, dude. Huge. And you There's can't be everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so if you know a little bit about something, there's a lot of value to that. Yeah. 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 Especially as a pilot. Yeah. Or rafting guide or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I mean, there's just, um, you can't, yeah, you can't be everywhere. Yeah, you got to have a lot of skills, man. Especially that communication. Like, you're rolling up on dudes who are hunting, and there's guns everywhere, and they're drinking whiskey, and it's like, mm-hmm. you got to be mm. calm and respectful. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, God, notice, be scary. notice it all. Yeah. 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 I mean, you could argue that being like, Fishing game or troopers or something is more dangerous than being a city cop because everyone you roll up on is gonna have a weapon on them. Yep, that's yep, point, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm. Yep. Um, I I want to switch that's gears cool. just a little bit, kind of. Um, I wanted to bring up something which is actually kind of up your lane too. Um, there is this guy named Joshua Gay who is proposing and trying to raise funds. Um, to improve the Puritan Trail Bridge. Oh, he hit you up mm-hmm. on that. He did. Yeah. He did. He, he said he talked to you. Um, yep. Have you done that trail, Puritan I Trail? I have not, but I know Josh pretty well. Uh, oh, you do? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's been talking about it quite a bit. He's really passionate about getting that going. Yes, very. So I wanted to bring it up. I told him that we talk about it on the podcast. Sweet. Um, basically, what he's trying to do is he's trying to um, raise funds. He has a $25,000 goal to build a bridge on the third marsh that's mm-hmm. in the puritan trail um for people that don't know where that is that's kind of between sutton and eureka going on the palmer highway mm-hmm. up there towards valdez yeah, grandview. and and yep yeah, grandview and that trail is pretty gnarly i've been on that trail um there's lots of cabins back there um there's also lots of private property um lots of good hunting um for a lot of different species out there and he said and as i was reading up on his on on his uh fundraiser thing i guess the same thing happened i don't know maybe i don't remember exactly 10 years ago on the second march 2014 okay yeah they put that bridge portion in yeah over that hole yeah i'd never been that far on that trail okay okay um so i don't know exactly where it is but i just heard that that gets super gnarly back there mm. and so what he's basically trying the to third do marsh is like five times as bad yeah that's what he says and he said and he said his his little thing is like well basically the third marsh is kind of like how the second marsh was before they built the bridge mm-hmm. it's all gnarlyed out yeah um swamped out rutted did, out did he send you pictures uh, no, but I looked at his thing and I was kind of communicating with him. Dude, there's jeeps like to Tearing the rockers, like 
this guy's stuck over here. This is stuck over here. Mm-hmm. Can only imagine all the winches that are getting busted, and <laughs> yeah, burned up, and trying to pull shit yeah. out of a suction cup of mud. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to give him a little shine there. Um, it's the Puritan yeah, Trail nice Bridge, out, man. Puritan mm-hmm. Trail Bridge project. Um, they have a goal to raise twenty five thousand dollars to build the bridge. He's spearheading the whole thing, so I'm assuming he's going to get. Um, a group of dudes to go out there and build it or a contractor to go out there yeah, and I do know it right. He's trying to get all the licenses and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. to properly do it. Um, yep. And then he has... Like a, the second marsh. The second marsh bridge is sweet, man. Mm-hmm. And I think he's in contact with the people who initiated that. Mm-hmm. It's probably like um, the, uh, the, the bike. Um, oh, man, our homie that came in. The uh, trail advocates. Oh, um... Single track advocates, single track advocates. yeah, yes, 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 similar yes, to that. Yes. Where you have to, like, to that. get the permits through. It's got to go mm-hmm. through the right channels. Yep, yeah. yep. So it sounds yep. like it's it's a whole bunch to do. Um, so if you yeah. want to get in contact with with in with Joshua, his Instagram is Skull Flake underscore Off Road. Skull Flake underscore Off Road. If you want to donate whatever you can whether it's your time or your money in order to improve that trail um i would assume that there's a lot of i mean when i go hunting that parking lot is packed mm-hmm. and even when you're just, not hunting there's a lot of cabin, cabin and stuff yeah, like I that mean, it's just full so all the time. I, I don't know if he has a property back there i would assume that he does he and does. that's kind of yeah. part yeah. of his he passion family, family mm-hmm. does yeah yeah so i mean that's really cool there's got to be you know 100 families at least that have property back there yeah, and i was actually looking accurate. at one at rush lake back there yeah um that's the main attraction yeah i was looking at mm-hmm. some back there to buy but i was like man i don't know that trail is kind of gnarly i've heard if only there was a bridge <laughs> yeah so now i'm like well if they build the bridge maybe i'll buy that property yeah. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to give him a shout out um, on that. It's it's once again Puritan Trail Bridge Project by Joshua Gay. I'm sure if you just Google that, or if you want to look him up on Instagram, yeah. Um, and if you want to help out and donate, some of you big ballers out there, um, if you especially if you hunt that area, you know that oh, sure. I'm sure that'll save everyone a bunch of money because you don't have to fix a flat or fix a. Yeah, it's a gnarly, a winch it's or, a gnarly or area whatever. for sure. Yeah. Well, and folks can come see him down here at Total Truck too. Yeah, yeah he's one of their lead sales guys. And oh, he is. Yeah, oh, he man, is. he's has all the knowledge. He used to be an installer. I mean, this dude knows like yeah the ins and outs of okay. So it sounds like you guys know more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I've known Josh for a couple, five or six years. Oh, okay, now. right yeah. on. So, um, so I just want to get nice the initial shout, shout out, out. Though, man. Yeah, yeah man. He sent me all the info today, and I was like, damn, bro, like you're trying to do something about it. That's I was you so gotta happy, admire man. that. Man. I was like, fuck, dude, right on. Like I just went and checked it out earlier this summer. Mm-hmm. I just went for a ride. Mm-hmm. And I had to take my side by side. Like luckily it's like narrow and small enough that I was able to take the four wheeler trail around it. Skirt around it. Which yeah. was horrible. And I was like rubbing the bottom and doing the whole thing. But it was like I wasn't trying to stick my four wheeler or any of my shit in those mud holes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like you go in there, done for the day. Yeah, waiting for that. a ranger or somebody to come through and yard you out like yeah there's nothing to winch to no so it, it'll be just better for that whole area and you can actually see just to give this a little bit more grease is the marsh two i didn't even know they were like marsh one two and three that's cool i just learned that yeah but the marsh two bridge man it has allowed the um the vegetation Around yes, the around side it to grow. Just it healed so well. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't even look like there was nasty mud holes there anymore. Really? 
Yeah, so it, it works, man. Yeah. It works, and it gets everybody up and over that area. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to pull it's it up real it, quick because yeah. it actually shows the picture yeah. um, of it here that he sent me. Oh, that's like a different one that pulls no, up on my not, phone. that's not the Marsh 2 bridge. Or is it? Uh, maybe up close it is. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it is. I know if you that go to his was... actual account, he has the link too. Let's see what it looks like here. Oh, he's got like a vertical cell phone image, so it's like narrow. There it is. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, give, send, go. Oh, look, he's got 1200 bucks so far. Yep. Give, give right. send, go.com slash Puritan Trail Bridge Project is what it is. Um, he's got... Um, a little over a thousand bucks, twenty five thousand dollar give. So you know, I think it's a cool thing is is that people are super into doing that kind of stuff. Just as much as we want you to support a single track advocates or anyone that's doing cross country ski trails or anything mm-hmm. like that. There's a group mm-hmm. of people that are into you know ATVs and side by sides and all that stuff, and and that's up right up our alley. So I just wanted to really just give them a little oh, bit of shine. I love there. it. I love it, and you know. Is corny or as whatever it may sound, you know, oh, you want to invest money for these guys to go rip up side by side. It's like, well, it's just, I mean, look at the results of the, of the first marsh. one. I mean, right. look, it's yeah. just, it's all healed up. Mm-hmm. And that's only yeah. like 35 yards. So it's yeah, just a it, short little stint. It, I mean, yeah. it's the same thing that they did like on the Russian River Trail. You know, yeah, as like a kid just, growing up, it was just. You know, a dirt a dirt trail, and then people are tromping all over the sides, and it gets messed up. And then you get some people to put a little bit of money in there, and you build a little bridge over oh, these man. areas and mm-hmm. little tracks, and then it just heals the whole surrounding oh, yeah. area. It does. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just like the proof is in the pudding. There, if you don't put the bridge in, people are going to keep riding, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter. Uh, it's yeah. going to get ripped to shreds mm-hmm. for another thirty years. So, yeah, you know, if we can get. 25k to josh and get that thing rebuilt and that bridge might be a little bit bigger than that one um i think just based on the kind of the way it yeah it looks really wide and awesome a full size like a suburban on 40s can full size that a Tacoma runner on tracks. On tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and shout out to Rick and Vicky Gay. Okay, that must be his parents. Dad, threw it down yeah, 500, so. and some other people are throwing down hundreds, and you can throw it down 20. So I just wanted to give him a quick yeah, shout out. Helps, yeah. Man. yeah. He's so. got a GoFundMe for it, too. Oh, he does? Yeah. Okay. Josh. Also on his profile that you oh, can bro. find. Okay. All right. Right on. And so once again, it was Skull Flake underscore off road. Yep. 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 Uh, let's take a quick second to some of the sp- sponsors, it. and we'll be right back. Yep. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan-proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear, or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska. Tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com. 
Arbor Capital. Arbor Capital is based in Anchorage, Alaska, and it's your go-to wealth management company. Arbor Capital is at the forefront of digital assets and cryptocurrencies. If you've been looking to invest your hard-earned money, or you just want to learn more about crypto, blockchain technology, or digital investments, give their website arborcapital.io a visit. What's great about Arbor is they provide a low-cost, transparent, research-based investment strategy for digital assets and traditional investments as well. ArborCapital.io is your first step in putting your money to work. Let one of Arbor's investment professionals walk you through your options for financial growth and security. Start investing for the future today at ArborCapital.io. Arbor Capital, your Alaska digital asset company. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bed Liners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. Josh, if you post some pictures like Haley does, maybe we'll bring you on. Ooh. <laughs> I, I want to slightly brush on this Come topic on, on your little on your model pics that you do with your forerunner and all that stuff, uh-huh. which is really really cool. <laughs> um, great job. Yeah. I, I want to know who's taking the pictures though. The uh, pro, so professional. Uh, she yeah she has her own business now. Mm-hmm. She was out of oh gosh was it Sitka? Um, she's now leaving the state. She's moving down to Florida, I believe. But friend of a friend, uh, her name's Denny Hoy. You can find okay. her on Instagram, Facebook. Denny um, Hoy. Yep. But I thought we were going to do a photo shoot of just the forerunner. And then she's like, do you know what you're going to wear? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <And then laughs> well, very classy. <laughs> yeah. No, I, no, no seriously. Good. It's very classy. Thank you. Um, it's like mixes kind of like the outdoors, the forerunner mm-hmm. stuff, um, femininity, all that yeah. stuff all together, which I think is like super important these days but along with that like those really nice pictures that you have you also have like pictures like this where you're just like mud faced (laughs) you know with your dog and and all that stuff so it's like i think as as you are becoming an alaskan girl like you're you'll find that that's like normal yeah you know what i'm saying like alaskan girls are totally into you know being beautiful and, and feminine, but also not afraid to, you know, put their hands in the fish guts and, yep. you know, get, where dirty. get dirty and wear their extra tufts and yep. like do all that stuff. And then like an hour later, be all dolled up, yep. you know, at wherever. Literally me to a T. <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is awesome, which is really good. Yeah. So sorry, Josh. Oh. Broke it down well. <laughs> Josh has an uphill climb. I can help him. I can give him some pointers. (laughs) Okay, please do. Yeah. What are you going to wear, Josh? (laughs) Uh, Curve bill hat and a t-shirt? Some boxers with holes in it? (laughs) Well, there's a lot of like... like mountain men of Alaska and things like that. Have you ever seen any of those ones? Yeah, I mean... I mean, yeah, I know you're not like following them, but it's just <laughs> no. funny. It's just funny. It's like the Toyota thing. He really is following. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I know. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to just get in more depth into your rig, mm-hmm. your Forerunner. Um, it's a 2018 
what I think is the most raddest thing that I've never ever seen is your hood. Yes. And if you notice from the dog Let picture find where I have mud all over my face, her collar matches it. Oh, it does? <laughs> okay, I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, her collar and leash. Okay, so on like topo yeah yep. so topo. for the people that aren't yep. aren't watching and just listening on the hood of your white 2018 mm -hmm. lifted forerunner which is badass you have i wonder if you have an exact picture here it's all right um <laughs> quit hating chevy guy <laughs> no i mean you know, you know, like, you know i'm just trying to make sure everybody keep our reputation alive yeah um okay Cover like, the i guess like this one kind of shows it pretty yeah cool. that one kind of shows it so you have uh, you have an entirely white forerunner, but it has a black hood, and on the black hood is like a topo yep. map. It's a uh, vinyl wrap. Vinyl wrap yep. around it. Okay, mm -hmm. what area is that? I have no idea. <laughs> oh man, I know. It's, Keenan, I know. it's Puritan Trail, Joshua. <laughs> yeah, build the bridge. <laughs> no, it was way cheaper just to get the generic one so okay now yeah. do they do where it's like you want a specific mm -hmm. yeah there's um companies on instagram and stuff like that that you can be like hey i want this area and they'll really get it to yeah i i really dig that yeah i really 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 it's dig one of that. my favorite things because there's so many white forerunners out there yeah and then it's like okay this makes it stick out and that's what my wife yeah. wants a white forerunner yep even though we've always had black <laughs> everything you see my black tacoma black forerunner mm -hmm. we've she had a black to, to coma before that yep. and she now she wants to go away i said oh okay all right they I do see. look good they look they good, look good. they yep. look good it looks really good with that topo though i like yeah, that that's dope yeah that's yeah, just a wrap right so there. what all have you done to this thing oh boy so i have done suspension twice okay i started by leveling it with bilstein's and then that didn't change the entire suspension so it was just uh leveled out because usually it has like a rake to it mm -hmm. um what does rake mean um, so it sits lower in the front than the back. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of slanted. Um, so that leveling kit just Raises leveled it completely out. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then I had that for, gosh, it was probably only like six, seven months. And I was Didn't and then, give you a lot of extra clearance, did it? No, it didn't. But when I first started the build, that really wasn't my intentions. Yeah. Um, to go up? Yeah. yeah. I just kind of like, be honest, like I didn't really know what I was doing. And I was just like well i can do this <laughs> so oh, yeah. um so i had that for a few months and then was actually going to buy a rooftop tent and then i was like okay well now i have to upgrade my suspension to hold the extra weight and do all this other stuff and then talked to total truck and they're like well what about a lift and i was like send me a quote <laughs> <laughs> so that's when i went in and got the actual suspension lift um, but i've done wheels i've done tires twice um, now i'm running 33s which is one of the reasons that I did the Viper cut on the front end, which is that uh, reel that I was saying got like three something million views. Yeah, yeah, Trim yeah. the bumper there. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I cut that off. Um, the headlights are not stock. Obviously, the Raptor lights that everyone makes fun of. <laughs> what? Good. Why? Those good are awesome. Them. Yeah, and then what's the the ambers look like have like nostrils. Mm -hmm. And then the headlights have the amber sequentials too. Okay. So that kind of ties it in. And then I have the roof rack, the light bar, and the side awning, which is super cool. Uh, it's like eight feet when you pull it out. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of a pain in the ass to do by yourself. But if you what have is two that hands, light bar? It looks really thin. It's a Cali-Rays Cali LED. Okay. Yeah, uh, super great product, actually. Shout out to them. And then on the back. So, like, just not sticking out a lot. 
Yeah, like yeah. you see those really super huge yeah, ones. Big ridges. That's like yeah, yeah that one's yeah. like thin. Is it and bright? Nice. It's crazy bright. Yeah, and, especially for the price. And with your like topo uh, wrap on the hood, it doesn't mm-hmm. glare off of it hard, does so it? So that's actually the reason. The main reason that I got the hood wrapped was because mm-hmm. of the glare. Mm-hmm. But I think the look of like a solid black wrap just looks like you got in an accident and like needed it repaired. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, what mm. can I do? Or that like makes like it a look cop intentional. Car almost in the way. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I came up with. Um, yeah, and then looks, on the back, I have good. a ladder. Okay. Yeah. So you can get up on that rack. Yep. Mm. So, and then I have a shovel on the back of the ladder. That's like a running joke. That people <laughs> are like, oh, you spotted the shovel. And I was like, once I was in Eureka area, another time I was in Whittier and someone was on a hike and they're like, we saw you because of the shovel. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Can't go anywhere in this state. <laughs> they spotted oh, yeah. you out. Yeah. Yep. I think you well, said, you said you, you spotted yeah. her out somewhere. Uh, is it I, so I saw did you? Um, I want to say, well, I thought I saw you on the road because I saw your ladder and your shovel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but since you said it. Uh-huh. And it, it looked like it was like a Monday morning and your shit was still filthy. So wherever it was, you were just. Come back. I want to say it was like in July. Was it end of July? Uh, it was recently. It feels like. Ooh. What have I done? Yeah, because you have a green sticker somewhere on there too don't you a green sticker well i have on the i have the uh lady on toyota stripes on the ladder okay which are gosh pink blue oh that's not the oh here's the here's the back yeah there's the shovel oh blue oh, it's a <laughs> shovel it's blue okay. yeah the shovel's blue oh, i like the yeah. flag thing too yeah. yeah so the that uh not the window flag, is. but the she's got the I, I have that shovel but orange yeah <laughs> i've been thinking Avalanche about shovel. wrapping it to match the hood Oh, that's a good mm. idea. Yeah. That would look oh, that, nice. That, yeah. Uh-huh. That would you look must really do that, good. actually. Yeah, right? I'm like, I don't know how much it's going to cost, but I think I have to do it. It'll be worth yep. it. Yeah. It'll exactly. be worth it. So. You're the shovel forerunner. <laughs> yep. And then the uh, flags on the side are tactilian, which I have a discount code for, too. What is that? Uh, no. Uh, tactilian? Yeah. What is tactilian and what is the discount code? Uh, the discount code is my Instagram handle, hbuff underscore AK runner. Okay. And then I think it's 20% off, too. But the company is uh, veteran-owned. Every certain amount of every purchase is donated back, which I really like. And yeah, they just That's make sick. law enforcement stuff, uh, fire stuff, all like that. Right on. Mm-hmm. And they're magnets too, so you're not sticking it on and oh, not really? Take it off. Yeah. Oh, don't. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they hold up in the car wash, which is great. Nice. Cool. Yeah. They're thin then. Uh, like. they're not super thin, but like, no, it doesn't stick out very much. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What yeah. else do you want to do decal. to it? Oh, man. So <laughs> I'm kind of in this debate of, like, do I want to turn it into an actual off-road rig or do I want to turn it into an overland rig? Okay. And since it is my daily, I'm leaning more towards the overland, like, yeah, keep it a either. pavement princess. Um, so I definitely want, like, a rooftop tent to be, like, bougie so I don't have to sleep in the back of it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which th- um, those things have come a long way, man. Those yeah. things are, like, rad. Some no. of them are yeah, super cool, and if you get one of the flat ones, then you can put uh, solar panels on top and stuff like that. Is that the eye camper? Uh, no, this is the um, Alicub or however you say it. Okay. Yeah. Total so it's flat, system. and then it like, what do you mean it's flat? Like it pops so up. So when it's folded down, it's completely flat. Whereas like eye camper, kind of like okay. has a curve to it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And then when you pop it up, it uh, kind of looks like a shell, like clamshell, rather gotcha. than just like straight up. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, and then uh, 
probably pretty soon, as soon as I get that dent fixed from the accident. Where's the dent? Uh, in the back? Yeah, it's in the back, which I've been avoiding taking photos from that angle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you yeah. won't see it on the ground. <laughs> yeah. You but, said it was in the rocker, you said, right? Well, no, so that's the one I did to it. Oh, uh, and it's okay. the other side as well. I, I mean, is it like, does it need to be fixed? The one I did? Yeah. No, I'm just going to leave it. You should. Yeah. I mean, that's like. It shows that I've been off-road. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were just talking before the before the show. Like, you have to beat your shit up and give yep. it some character. Yeah. I mean, you don't want it to look like busted up. But right. if it has like a little something, something. Yeah. Then the second one doesn't hurt yeah. as bad. It's like a scar or a bruise or just something yeah. that just kind of like lives with it. Yeah. Side note, I lost the cap to my rim thing and I'm so mad. Oh. Because I took it to the mechanic to get something done while I was gone. Well, on oh. the hunt, I was like, oh, I need to get like a balance or something like that and then i come back and i'm like what the fuck where is my cover it looks like shit so <laughs> i call my shop, dude right? i call air i'm like yo man where's the cap to this thing this thing looks to me looks fucked up mm-hmm. he's like well let me check the thing because he had to take it somewhere else to get the balance or something he's like it said in the notes there that it didn't have one when you brought it in i was like bullshit yeah and then in my head i was like well I do go get a car wash like every day. So maybe it came off. I doubt it, but maybe it did. And after he called and he said they didn't find it, I literally went to three car washes today. <laughs> All the ones I go to and I'm like, hey, is uh, <laughs> I'm looking for this. Is yeah. that like, and it's messed up because I got the, those rims are cheap. I got it from used from Northwest Auto. Back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day. So I'm like, I'm not going to be able to find. Nope. The cap, dude. Yeah, no way. So now I'm like, do I just pull off all the caps? Because <laughs> yeah, I, so it I looks can't. Even. Yeah, man, I can't have mm-hmm. it like one ghetto one on the front. I think it's time for some new shoes, bro. Yeah, oh, man. You're, Get a pair you're of talking methods. my language, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, speaking of the little hubcap things, the wheels that I have actually have a hubcap that you can buy that are the same pattern as my wrap. So it's not oh, like cool. color different, but it's like. You can see the difference in yeah. like the, the texture or whatever. I need to go downstairs and talk to these boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to because I already know. I'm like, yep, yeah, yep. I'm going to take that. 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 Yeah, I'll be back in a week <laughs> to pick <laughs> it up. <laughs> yeah. You got good tires on there. You just If you get some new wheels. What are your tires? I have the. These ones are running 31s. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cooper SSTs. Okay, they're nice. Guy. Yeah. No, no, not necessarily. No. Uh, I ran, I they're ran, loud. I ran the Wrangler or uh, Wrangler Dura Dura Dura, Dura tracks Dura tracks. Yeah. For a while, um, but I don't know, man. It, they kept like wearing weird, and so I switched it up to these. And I actually bought it from a dude who had a Forerunner, mm. and he had just used it for like six months. And he's like, I sold it to get the new one, but I didn't sell the tires because I wanted to sell it stock. Uh-huh. So I bought the tires from him. I yeah. was like, these are exactly oh, what shit, I was looking man. for. And I bought them Perfect. for 500 bucks, Heck dude. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I, li- I love the tires. Mm-hmm. I was checking out yours before you came in. I was like, what did oh, you Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I had um, Falcon Wild Peaks when I did my first tire change. And I kept them stock-sized because I didn't want to do the lift and all that kind of stuff yet. And then about three months ago, I switched to the Kenda Clovers, which are 33s now. So I upped the size. Yeah. When I, I first did my lift, when before, um, when Total Truck was owned by the other guys, mm-hmm. by Ryan, I did the lift over there. 
Um, and I knew I should have went bigger, dude. You always go bigger. <laughs> oh, I, I think you're. I think it's perfect, man. Well, I think it's you, beautiful. Like I think it looks lift? good. Yeah. It was a, no, small. it's a three inch. Oh, it's it was three a three inch. Hey, man, don't be talking about my lift like that, <laughs> dude. It's three inches. <laughs> don't be but saying it, two. But it, but it ain't like six where it's all tippy toppy and like you. No, know, if you, you go six, that, you like got to go with the bigger tires and all that. You're stuff. not running thirty fives. You actually still get like gas mileage. Yeah. Yeah. What is your gas mileage on that? I don't know. I just fill it up. Right, <laughs> I, if I, I had to guess because we went, we took it on a on a hunt a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I think we were like fourteen miles to the gallon. Okay, yeah, yeah so, between fourteen and twenty, I'd say somewhere 14. in there. Yeah, I mean, just wasn't. It's not great, but it's not. Yeah, it's not full size truck V eight. Yeah, ten miles to the gallon type yeah, shit for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd like to do some stuff, but those Toyos, dude. Yeah, I know, those, are nice. those are nice. Yeah, they have the, nice. the AT three, Yeah, I got those for my truck. If we'll I can't see, get we'll the cat, listen, the dude. If I can't get the cat, you might see your boy with a whole new. <laughs> you shoes, don't need dude. tires though, man. You just need wheels. I mean, if for a cap, I mean, shit's pretty clean. So I don't know if I drive around with like with a cap off. Like that's kind of. You don't. I'm, think, I'm not going to judge you. No, I'm you're gonna, saying I'm, gonna let you I'm know not going to drive with the. Yeah, cap I know. On. So I'm expecting you to do something about this. Yeah, I'm gonna. Like if you meet, if you have to get new wheels, you better get some new wheels. I will. We pull up the peanut farm, and you ain't got a cap, and we're like, bro, <laughs> no, dude. over and you over. You just see me drive on the right side of the road all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was super bummed about that, man. God, my little baby. That's the thing man. about like aftermarket shit. Once you get like, oh, this one year I got this thing. It's like they made it for two years. Mm-hmm. You can't get new stuff or like up, they don't have a stock of it. No. Yeah. No. Made that wheel and then they produce so many, th- you know, maybe you could have yeah. got the hubcap the, the year or two after they made it. Yeah. You could call the manufacturer. and oh, I know they don't make it again. Hell no. Yeah. That Dude, thing is way old. Wheels last a little while and then they move on to another design. And mm-hmm. I mean, there are some that are kind of timeless. OEM, they you usually you can find out like an old back stock of stuff. Like yeah. a, you can probably find a '98 Forerunner stock hubcap. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can on eBay. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, all day long. But those, uh, I, you know, I don't even know, like black. Mine, black rock. Black rock. That's yeah, black <laughs> rock. That's what they're called. I don't know, <laughs> dude. They're two hundred bucks. I mean, they look good. Like you can't beat it. Two hundred like, for all four. Yeah, oh, that's just a steal. That's a yeah. steal. Yeah. So when my buddy who owns Northwest Auto, he's like, I got these Rams. I was like, Hell yeah, yeah two hundred bucks. No, they look go. good on I'll it. Take it. Yeah, yeah that's less. It than looks a lot good, of mine. but now, dude, I got to take the cap off. You all got of your money's now. worth, bro. Oh, I a hundred percent got my money's worth. I hundred percent. You got your money's worth. Yeah, and on the tires, dude, five hundred bucks for the tires. Yeah, like that would have cost like fourteen hundred. Easy. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I might get the wrap on the hood, too, now that I see that. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you who I use. He's out in the valley. So, do you have any, um, like, plans? I know this summer is coming down to an end. Mm -hmm. We're starting to shift into fall. There's fall. There's still three or four really fun months of messing around out there. But do you have anything planned for, you know, yourself and your rig? Um, Well... I really wanted to do a upgraded rear bumper and do mm. like a dual swing out mm-hmm. and really start the overland build. But now I got to deal with the accident stuff, get that fixed first. Oh, right, then, right. Yeah. And gotcha. I've been a little bit hesitant to do more trails and stuff on it because I don't want insurance to come back and be like, well, you've been doing this. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. 
I'm looking forward to this winter and going back out to Kinnick because that was probably one of the yep. best trails that I've been on. Yeah. It's the most fun. I mean, we did like a 10-hour day out there with like 40-something rigs. All the way out to the yeah, glacier? Yeah, all the way out to the The glacier. Toyota group? Yeah, we had um, side-by-sides with us, four-wheelers and Jeeps and stuff like that too, but it was whoa, put on whoa, by whoa. us. Oh, you're riding with the Jeeps? I know. I know there's got to be Toyota Jeep <laughs> out there. For sure, but hey. I take, your, I take a Toyota over a Jeep. I'll just oh, yeah. go on the record just real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really wouldn't buy either one of them, but mm-hmm. I had to. Um, what is what, what kind of what time of year is that? Where the trail's good enough in the winter where you guys can run like street tires? The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Seems well, like there's snow out there. No, no. There's you times. got the river or the little creek crossings that you really got to be aware of. Um, so I think. Gosh, I want to say January was when it really started this year, this last year. And then I mm. went out in February. Uh, and then like a week later, it was like, yeah, they're over. It's just Oh, it started rotting. And yeah, melting really? too fast. And yeah. That early? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so, pretty early this year. Yeah, because you're relying on um, the wind and to harden everything and glaze everything over and blow the yeah. snow out of the way and to run the main trail. Because you're... Mm-hmm. You have to have stretches where you're crossing snow. Yeah. Oh, where for the, sure. Where the wind didn't blow the snow. Yeah, away. I have a reel on my Instagram. Oh. Somewhere. And it's all about the reel. Let's see. Let's see. The like dunes area out at. Yeah, uh, right across area. gyms. Yeah, and I mean mm-hmm. that's all just like fresh snow. This uh, one. Well, that yeah. is one, but it's not. Uh, and then one over to the left. Yeah. That is like the. Oh, that's that's. That's coming from the glacier back towards yeah, that's coming back. the parking lot, and then the dunes are on your rear. Yeah. yeah. So that's the big flat. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty deep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that other that one that you- That fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> that does. Super fun. Sick. And that's like where you cross gyms and you like rip mm-hmm. to the dunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, funny story about that. One time I was crossing the um, Jim Creek in the winter. Not in the not in the Tacoma. Um, in the in the Outlander, and we were crossing. It was all frozen, and these two guys that went in front of us, and then I went to go, and the whole thing just went. Oh, the ice dropped, and then it just tilted, and my whole four wheeler went with me mm. right into the water, dude. Once again, I'm in the water. <laughs> you really like that water. <laughs> hole in my four it, hole in my a Outlander. Four wheeler, not a jet ski. A four wheeler, I mean, yeah, yeah. Bombardier, <laughs> yeah. Can Am, yeah. Yeah, you know, ski do full, full like winch out <laughs> yeah. naked, take all the clothes off, start a fire. Like <laughs> guys are riding up, like bro, it's the beginning of the trail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just got here, dude. I was like, start the fire. Like, well, it can only get better. Yeah, <laughs> strips over. <laughs> just needed a forerunner to pull up, man. Jump inside. Yeah. yeah. No, the, and the funny thing is, it was already. Another dude who did like the same thing, so they already had a fire mm. going. And I walk over there, and there's another dude that's like wrapped in, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in his flannel, and I'm like, "Hey, can I join your fire?" Yeah. <laughs> so in January, it's Jim's is frozen solid across. I believe so. Yeah, I mean, this is my first winter up here. Okay, so I don't know. It's so super you like well. pick your way through the woods. It's real tight. Yeah, so you, you do that whole thing, and then it to opens. the main parking lot, and mm-hmm. then you can either go like that main trail out of the mm-hmm. parking lot, or you can kind of. Go the back way, which is like like little bend, and then yep. through. Yeah. Either way, you still have to come across and cross gyms, uh-huh. which is right if you're going toward the glacier. Yeah. You're looking at the dunes. You're on this side of Jim Creek. Mm-hmm. You cross it, 
And then now you have that long stretch where you guys are ripping right there. Yep. But the other way, going towards the dunes. Yeah, that super that, long stretch. That right, that right before that long stretch is Jim's. That's mm-hmm. where Jim's like yeah. slithers through. So mm-hmm. when you gr- cross it right there, it's solid. Um. So if I'm thinking of the right spot, which we call it Friday Creek, but I don't think it actually is Friday Creek. Oh, Friday's further. Is it further? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then I want to say the dunes. what you're talking about is frozen, and then it's Friday Creek that is like the yeah. big yeah. Uh, issue. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot more sense because it comes out and there's warm water that comes out of geysers mm-hmm. and then runs through there. Yeah. And, and that's probably like a little short little patch where it's like windblown, mm-hmm. come down. To, I've never done it in the winter. But You've I'm never imagining. done it in the winter? I was just going to ask you No, that. I mean, uh, I think. It's fun to go out there like if that. If you count like. April, early April winter? No. That's I mean, it's all it's still all iced up. Yeah. I mean, the when I went, I took a side-by-side out there, like the earliest I've ever been, and I went as deep as I could. I went just past Friday, went into the woods before Wolf Rock. I'm not familiar with so that. So that's when you, like, go back into the tight woods, and you're, like, right next to the cliff. Oh, okay, The yeah. sheep are up there, right there. Mm-hmm. And then you bank back off toward the glacier. Uh-huh. That's Wolf Rock. Okay. I didn't know Friday dumps out right before that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's Friday right there. And Friday can get, like, nautical. Yeah. Yeah, it gets deep right there. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> and you're right. That one doesn't freeze. Yeah. Because no. I've been back there in the winter several, several times. Yeah, and there's always open water running right there. Yeah, and really bad ice shelves, too. We had yeah, they're, they're a Tacoma deep. that was – I went through before her, and I got out fine because I was, like, a – I wasn't as long as her. And then she went in and got wedged in between both ice shelves. Oh, no. Yeah, oh. it took us like an hour to get her out. Punch her back up. Yeah, and I mean, it was crazy. She broke her rear bumper, her front bumper, and then... Oh, smashed it all up. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. and then they pulled her back out of it, so she still had to go back across. Oh, shit. Yeah. But pick the better... Yeah, better I think crossing. she went a different route. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, you don't, have a, play, you don't have a winch. I don't. That's another thing that I want to mm. do eventually. I always feel weird when I see the dudes in like the totally clean Jeep with the winch. Mm-hmm. I have they like a I have like a neighbor they don't use it neighbor usually. lady yeah. who has like this really fancy Jeep and has all the shit on it. I've never always clean ever <laughs> ever seen it dirty. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I guarantee she's never pulled that winch out. Mm-hmm. No, it's a pavement princess, dude. Yeah. yeah. But if there's a catastrophe, like yeah. you know, volcano blows or some crazy shit and it's like some shit out of a hollywood movie she's gonna somebody's gonna drive that thing wrap around a log and rip it off the road so she won't though because she doesn't know how to use it but they have it yeah (laughs) just in case yep yeah i would say if you're gonna go to a winch Mm -hmm. are you still gonna be overlanding because i mean I mean, with overlanding, you're still going off-road. You never really know what you're going to get yourself into, right? So True. It's kind of like a another recovery option. Yeah. Play it safe. I just feel like if you're going to put a winch on, you're like probably more prone to getting yourself into shit. You oh, for sure. Be. Yeah, you're more like, oh, I can get out of this. Let's yeah, because I got a winch, so yeah. I'm good. And then you rip off two bumpers, and $4,000 later, you're like, oh, man. Yeah. State Farm didn't want to cover that. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Right now, oh, that's basically, cool, that's like, cool everyone song. I go out yeah, with nice has real. One. This one took a lot of time, and it didn't get 3 million views. Right? So that footage <laughs> is taken. It was worthy. Yeah, Zach took that footage. Oh, he oh, did it with yeah. his drone and shit? Oh, yeah, so I made that real with his footage, and then the one posted before that uh, is also his footage, but he edited it. Mm. So. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it does look good. What's your dog's name? Oakley. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, Sweet. not spelt like the glasses. Oh. Yeah, O-A-K-L-E-I-G-H. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Better specify that one and make them some tags. Right. <laughs> like buff you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try that one out. <laughs> yeah, with the I-O-U. <laughs> But yeah, so the uh, Alaska Off-Road Toyota Group mm-hmm. is the obviously big Toyota Group up here. Uh, we have an Instagram too. Uh, let me we pull should want to look them up. Yeah, right there. So there's Craig's. Uh, His Land Cruiser. Craig right there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I love those Land Cruisers. Yeah, they're awesome. I love them. That's what I wish my wife wanted. You can still get them. They're expensive, dude. Mm -hmm. It's like 90 Gs. They're like Lexus. Dude, 90 racks, bro. You can buy two foreigners. (laughs) You can. But they're nice. I noticed that guys are getting really down on those those, uh, Lexus GX. Yeah. Yeah, the four, was it 450? 460, 470? 460, 470, yeah. Yeah. Small V8. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I seen when he just bought that, and uh, Mike put the lift on it, and I, I wondered, I was like, man, that's like, you know, when they have traction control and all the yeah. electronics and shit, I'm like, man, do they bypass all that, or is it still? Yeah, I mean, I know they're like next level on trails because they're V8s. Yeah. Eat up and things they have, compared mm-hmm. to the V6. Right, because yeah. they have power. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I know they're good little rigs. Cruisers. Yeah. Bad. Mm-hmm. And we have somewhere on there one of the glacier photos from when we all This went. one? No, I think it's a main. Yeah, so. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's how many people Whoa. we had out there with us. Yeah. That's a, hey, that's it. Friday where we took our Don't picture and got splashed by the jet boat. Oh, man. A huge beach right there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like the lake area of the glacier, I think. Oh, it it's is? Yeah. There's like a lot of regular that's shit like out here, you though. You go down that big, steep hill. Oh, no shit? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so flat and huge. Yeah. It's massive. Wow. But it was funny. That's like 30 people. Yeah. Damn, that's not the spot I thought. Oh, it is of the glacier right Mm -hmm. there. Oh, damn. Yeah, you can see the ice in the back. Oh, it is at the glacier. Yeah. But it was funny because on the radios, we're like, all right, going down. Everyone have fun. Don't bunch together, you know? And then we're like, photo, everyone bunch together. (laughs) Because that's a lot of weight right there. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of 5,000 in the middle. Pound vehicles. But a lot of these dudes are just regular style. Like, mm-hmm. this dude's just regular. Yeah. yeah all, a lot of them, dude. Yeah, and shout out. So, that guy, the first guy, AK, AK Taco Tuner, uh, he's moved to, I believe, Colorado now. But uh, another guy, uh, Russo Overland, I think is his Instagram, took over for him, and he uh, tunes Toyotas up here. Okay. Yeah, which has been awesome. I got mine tuned, and it's like night and day difference. with Really? Power. Yeah, it took away a lot of the gear searching. Uh, now I feel the like lags. I should, yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like I yeah. have to get up and go. Is yeah, this a dude really in nice. a jeep back here? Yep. <laughs> nice oh, job. No, uh. we're There's gonna stick, we're gonna stick you way in the back, buddy. Just crop him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for that epic valley yeah, with the sun like, in there it. You go. Like, uh, there yeah, it is. Perfect. Wow, Jeep guy, how the hell do you manage to get that? Yeah, odd man out. There's another Jeep right there. It's like a photo. It's like a photo bomb, dude. It's like a photo bomb. Fuck, man. Yeah, is that Craig's yeah. in the very back there? Uh, Craig's is next to mine, I believe. Oh, right there in the middle. Yeah. Uh, no, the middle one is uh the AK Yeti. He's like two from the right. Yeah, red he's that one. one. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I, think, dude, I um, think so. Do people like name Unless their rigs? GX, huh? P- 
People name their things? Yeah. So the one next to me is the Yeti. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What's yours? I haven't named it. I'm not like a name person when it comes to that. We are great at naming things. Yeah, you want to name it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me a minute. It'll yep. be the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you yeah. have to wait till it comes out. Then you're like, ah, that's the name. <laughs> that's it. So that picture is the ladies of the group who went on the trail that day. And then the uh, two to the... Let's see, right of me are the other two uh, ambassadors for Alaska. Okay. Yep. So a forerunner and a, and a Tacoma? Yep. New ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All like 15 and up? Um, I believe Ish. so, yeah. Yep. Taylor's a super built, the one in the middle. Yeah. She's on 35s and... Mm. nice. Yeah, she yeah, beats nope. hers. <laughs> Something yeah, she does. She I'm like, I could it. never... Yeah, she currently is running no front bumper. It got... Oh. Uh, Yanked off on our trail two weeks ago. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool that you guys do that. <laughs> How often do you guys get out and try to, hit, like, hit trails and stuff? Um, So trails are not as common as just, like, meetups. Because we try and do things that, like, everyone can do because not everyone is of the same level or has the same build mm. um, to go out and actually, like, do trails. Or, they're or, just not or willingness. To, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So we do meetups probably once a month. We try. Just like around town? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hauled one at um, Cabela's. We did one on Total Truck before I left for the fishing season. Um, we've done a lady on Toyota one, and then we drove up to Hatcher's. So just stuff like that to kind of get everyone involved. Yeah. And then we're trying to get our, like, Kenai and Fairbanks area people up here a little oh, bit nice. more. Oh, nice, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and before I left, we really talked about, like, the Anchorage people driving up to the Fairbanks people. Yep. Because we like yeah. we're, we all want to explore that area and it gets them involved. So yeah, they yeah. can show you guys. Mm-hmm. And you guys probably find like a, you know, a good campsite spot where you can meet and do yeah. your thing. And a lot of us love a lot doing of cool that too. trails up there too. Yeah, and yeah. like for us, it's not all just about off roading, right? It's more just like like minded people enjoying yep. the same thing. Yep. You know, growing go. the culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have you guys done the Denali Highway? I have not. Um, oh, there are man. a couple people in our group who have, I and mean, I think it'd be awesome. That's a awesome. That's like perfect yeah. for all levels, like people that aren't mm-hmm. as lifted or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that'd be perfect it. to do a meetup at like Cantwell or Paxson, and then go yeah. as a big group. Yeah, do like a, th- a yeah, weekend. There's already a Jeep. Jeep. There's definitely a Jeep one. Um, I want to say it's like a rental. They do a Jeep tours. Tours is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, it's they a Jeep the- tours, <clears throat> and they'll come out like ten of them, yeah. and they're all like different colors and. They all got the radio, and you'll see them That'd stop. That'd be a fun weekend pictures. to go, like, you know, meet up at one spot and then camp in another and then drive mm-hmm. out. Because it's 137 miles of Is it that long? all back road, Heck pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And it's rough. I mean, it has spots. And you could even mm-hmm. hit some trail trails. Trails on the Oh, way. yeah. yeah. For, for yeah. some of you yeah. that are no, equipped sure. for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, because there's some mean trails Yeah, or I'm sure there's oh, even things where, like, great spots. some people stay behind and continue, like, around the fire doing whatever, and other people are like, hey, we're going to go to this trail for the day. Like, yeah. yeah. Catch you back at camp. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, and there's a lot of legit trails that have already had some um, funding and upgrades and, mm-hmm. you know, maintenance done on them to support big rigs. Stuff like, like that, They only yeah. go so far. I mean, then, then it kind of cuts down to, like, side-by-side and four-wheeler stuff. But, yeah. you know, they're, like, you know three to ten miles which mm-hmm. is like perfect for a day yeah you can still get up yeah. there and yeah. get up on some cool sure. spot yep mm-hmm. yep go yeah, down to sure. the Golcana or something and yeah. you know just get down there and have some lunch and do the thing and yeah. you know it's all part of the full adventure more than just like right you, know, you can drive from the driveway and 
go out to Connect Glacier and get mm-hmm. back home by 5 p.m. Yeah, for sure. You know, there it's like a three or four day, you know, deal. And, mm-hmm. and you guys so. all have like radios or something? Yeah. We all, well, for the most part, everyone has one, but they also come like sets of two. So if one person doesn't have one, you give it to someone like else. Like walkie talkies or? Um, so they're GMRS, GRMS, whichever one it is, radio. Like avalanche style? Or is it like uh, uh, CB kind of style? So like? it's like the new CB radios from what I understand. Okay. Mm. Um, but what are they called like, again? It's either GMRS or GRMS. I should know that, but I don't. Let me look at, <laughs> well, we have a computer with the yeah. internet right here. GMRS radios. Yep, GMRS. Let's see. Yeah, so it's kind of like a walkie-talkie style. Mm. It's not it's like everybody's the, on like channel seventy-two or whatever. Yeah, you just pick just a channel and go. Yep, you do have to register with the FCC. Oh, it's oh. these right here. They're oh. on it. Is that it? Uh, GMRS. So yeah, you could have that one. I just have the little like handheld ones. Oh, okay. So there's both. Yeah. So with that, do you not have to have the big ass like twanging antenna? Nope. Okay. Nothing. Yeah. Mm. Sweet. Yeah, they're really nice. That was a thing back in the day, just so you know. Yeah. It's <laughs> still <laughs> a thing. Oh, dude, it is a With thing. With the whips. Mm-hmm. We called them whips. And so you were super badass, at least I was, with my Silverado or Sierra, two of them. <sighs> you just ruined it. And I had the the the, the toolbox with the whips. Yeah. But, but I didn't have a radio. <laughs> so I was just... <laughs> <laughs> what he just, had the thing without the yeah, radio. Yeah. You get the L bracket, you bolt uh, it to the fucking toolbox. You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn, he four buys and shit. He's got KC lights. He's oh, got a CB. Lights. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like, oh no, you're just no. rolling down molding. I hit, I hit yeah. Jump Creek and my axle, my axle broke. So it's like, <laughs> let's not get it twisted. But it looked good at, it looked good uh-huh. at the stoplight. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolling the strip, he was looking tight, dude. Yeah. Throw a black light in there jim creek black yeah. light glowing yeah. as soon as i jump this the whole body's gonna fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll be right back the treehouse ak your one-stop dispensary located at 341 boniface parkway be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because honestly there's always something good on deck and guys listen This is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own new generation of Old Cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition 
and Sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and one of our favorites, Sugar Cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the Connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net, or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. So what's the coolest um, trip you've done, you think? Um, in terms of, like, off-roading? Yeah. Uh, I think it goes back to the glacier run, except two weekends ago, I did Craggy Creek in Hatchers, which was super fun, but I wasn't driving my vehicle. So I don't know if that counts. Oh, you went with somebody? That's cool. I took my boyfriend's car. He has the GX. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. So I took that and yeah, because now I'm like, well, we're dating, so mine can be a pavement princess. Yeah, there you go. We'll go ruin your shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll take one of those. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that was a really fun trail. Just something new. Yeah, um, it was new for a lot of the group. So, did you f- meet your boyfriend doing this stuff? I did. Okay. Yep. Um, met through the off-road group. Channel seventy-two. <laughs> <laughs> no, we friends on each other real hard for like several months. Oh, like, Yo, really? Topo, Topo, <laughs> yeah. yeah, come back. Yeah. There That's she my call is. Sign. You ever seen that girl with the shovel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get her. <laughs> I heard she's on channel I knew 72. it would pay off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's cool. So you guys ever go like just you two on your own rigs and cruise uh, about? We haven't. So we started dating when I got back from the fishing season. So Oh, like, this is fresh. Yeah, it's fresh. Oh, okay. Fresh love. <laughs> yep. Well, not love yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> Getting ahead of myself. <laughs> but yeah, so we've only gone out with the group. Um, yeah, maybe one day. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to take mine out. Because no? he, he beats on his. Oh, okay. So, you don't want to yeah, go as like, hardcore ah, as yeah. She's like, honey, we can put the, the, the shovel on it? But that's, <laughs> yeah, about it. that's about it. <laughs> 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 <Finally> got that. Put the shovel on yours. Tell us about your commercial fishing season and all that. Like, yeah, how would you so, even like get started into that? Okay, so it started with my great-grandpa. Um, so it's family business. It's okay. not my, it's not my parents' like main job. It's just kind of something they do for fun. Um, but yeah, so my great grandpa started it, and then my grandpa kind of took over with him, and then led into my dad doing it. And I think he was like fourteen when he started. Oh, young um, buck. Yeah, and then he started his career and took several years off, and then uh, my brother and I were finally old enough that he was like, well, I want to go back. So I was six when I went for my first time. You could pull oh, in damn. that. You yeah, could pull in that at right? six. I was so much help. <laughs> I'm cold. Yeah. I didn't really make like <laughs> waiters that were small enough. Oh, so. Just wrapping in a trash bag. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Come on, Haley. <laughs> pull the rope. <laughs> but yeah, so I was six years old when I first went. I think my brother was eight. Uh, and then we uh, switched every other year with my cousin or my dad's cousin and then bought her out, so then it was just us um, doing it, and then we started going every year. So Right on. Yeah, I love it, though. 
It's like is it is it like one month? Yeah. So it. I mean, it, the season is longer than one month, but we go for one month. Okay. Um, mainly just because my parents are taking time off from work, and then um, we take the dog, and she can only with her vet certificate be gone for thirty days. Got it. And so, this is where. This is Bristol Bay, so we're in the Igigik district okay. of Bristol Bay. Okay. Yeah, it's historically like kind of the Nushigak does a little bit better every year, and then we're right under there. Okay. Yeah. So you H- how was the season the this year? It was record breaking. I've heard that from yeah. a lot absolutely of insane. Yeah. Uh, we caught about forty thousand over our ever like our record year previously. Wow! Really? Yeah. I mean, Damn. we were. How was the sale price? Uh, so we're not finalized yet, so we actually oh, okay. don't know. We get okay. a base price off the beach, and that's just kind of like this is kind of what we can give you, but um, the final price hasn't been uh, distributed yet. So is that base price good. come down sometimes? No, it's always like this is the yeah. If well, at least we can this. give you this, yeah, but it might be more. Yeah, oh, okay. so okay. usually the big like tenders will set a price, and then who we sell to will usually match it if they can. And then they'll do like bonuses on top of that if we're like hundred percenters, which means that we only sell our fish to them and we don't split between like two canneries. Yeah. Um, so they'll like bump up the price a little bit for that. Um, Is that Alaska Seafood? That no. So we sell to Coffee Point Seafoods of Washington. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're okay. Washington based. Come out and they have a plant up. Is Peter Pan still doing it? Or Peter Pan's. It? Yep. They're still. Yeah, in but it? they're tenders. I don't think they have any like on beach. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're the they're the middleman. Yeah. They're yep. a big one actually. Peter Pan's yeah. really big. Same with like Silver Bay, I think it is, and uh, those, those are all ones. tenders. Yeah, those are mm. all tenders. And so, I think about like sane boats getting fish to mm-hmm. the tender. How do you guys get them to the tender? So we don't have to use a tender because we're all on the beach. Okay. So we uh, use our four wheelers, and then we have uh, trailers attached to our four wheelers that have these big totes on them, and okay. then fill those and drive them half a mile down the beach. And then a forklift takes them off, weighs it, and takes it off to the can. The same as if a tender pulled up and they dropped the. Yeah, essentially, because usually out. you have those like uh, brailers, is what they're called, mm-hmm. and they go onto the forklift and pull them up, and it dumps the fish. But we actually got rid of those actually a few years ago now because it's just mm. so much easier. But now we literally have totes that they just lift up, set it on the scale, give us a new one, we drive away. Perfect. Yeah, way okay. faster. So they're just interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Makes the process well, faster. and I, I have to believe too. It doesn't like beat the fish up as much. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you don't want to move them a lot if yeah. you can help it, right? Yeah. So we're really gentle on the fish. It's like mm-hmm. if we don't have a layer of fish on the bottom, we are like gently placing them in so that we're not bruising them and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then time is another like really important thing: is yeah. how fast you're able to pick them out of the net and get them on ice. Um, yeah. To the what's that time frame? I'm always curious about when you like see a fresh red sitting at New Sagaya, mm-hmm. like from the time it got plucked out of the water to there, what is that? So for us, like the tide comes in, we let the tide do its thing. Um, and then when it starts to go out is when we go out to start picking it. If there's not much in the net, I mean, we could do it super fast and get them down to the cannery. And then the cannery immediately puts them on ice and then they start processing okay. them. And then um, throughout the season, they'll start flying them out or barging them out. And then they kind of go get dispersed. Um, like same day. Yeah, they can be same day, um, mm-hmm. but ours at Coffee Point are um, head and gutted, so they're not filleted. Okay. Yeah, they believe, if I'm correct, they're actually shipped down to Seattle, where yep. they're then filleted and sent mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Yeah, but we do send a lot of our, like, eggs and stuff like that overseas 
is yep. a big part of our market for our cannery. Mm. So, Do you like yeah. to eat salmon? It's like the only seafood I like. Okay. Yeah. I, I, that was the opposite answer I thought you were going to say. Because well, a lot of buddies do. that I know that do that, they're like, I don't eat salmon. Yeah, we don't yeah. really eat it that much, though. We didn't eat it at all this season. Yeah. Because you're so busy, like, picking it. It's like, I don't want to take one and cut it up later. Yeah, you go yeah, home yeah. and have yeah. tacos. You're like, you're not eating. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. not eating fish. Like, yeah. Oh, let's throw a piece on the grill. Like, I don't got time for that. Yeah. I'm trying to get a yep. dinner, go to bed, be up at yeah. 4 a.m. and back at it. And like, that's what not. this season was. It was like back to back to back. It was eat, sleep, fish, eat, sleep, fish. I mean, uh, we're lucky with how we do our food. We now have a frozen load. So we like, or my mom, I should give her all a the A frozen credit, load? It, yeah. So we used to just have a dry goods load. And now we have a frozen load, so we oh, meal prep all of our food. thing and then freeze all of our food and send it up on a frozen barge. Wow. Yeah. So you can defrost It's quick like totally change the meals, game. Meals, spaghetti, yep, and things throw like it in that. the oven. And Ooh. Yeah. And then when you don't have electricity, water, or anything like that, it's a lot less dishes and yeah. all that kind of stuff. just makes it easier. Damn, I could have used a frozen load that on that sheep hunt. It's going to drop. <laughs> How are you going to cook it? Yeah. <laughs> the jet boil? Oh, the reactor? Okay. <laughs> just slice a piece off. <laughs> Drop it in there? Just throw it in the bottom of my sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get her warmed get up, all, ready yeah. to go. Get all lofted out. <laughs> uh, um, I saw your picture of um, you shooting guns and stuff like that. I want to yes. go back to that real quick. I know you said that you were trying to get into hunting and all that stuff. Do you mm-hmm. own guns or are you like so trying to like get your game up or what? I own three, but mine are all like handguns. They're not. The big ones in the picture are my boyfriend's, so I give him all the credit for that. I just looked cool. You, look, you did look really <laughs> cool. We'll give you that. Yeah, had Good job, ask, boyfriend. I, yeah, I had someone ask he's, what they were, and I was like, he's I proud don't know. taking the photos. <laughs> I just like going pew pew. <laughs> yeah, those are really nice. That's quite a scope on there. But yeah, it is. Yeah, that so night, is that a night force? You're asking her. You're asking I don't me. Know, man. She, wants to go <laughs> she wants to go take hey, a moose. Man. I have a I mean, text that explains what everything is. Okay, he's there like, you right, go, honey. All honey, right, honey. listen. If they ask you about the guns, <laughs> yeah, I know. I asked him. I know they're gonna ask about the scope. I asked him when I was posting that because I just wanted hashtags, and I was like, I need to know hashtags. But he sent me like this whole paragraph of what everything was, and I was like, oh man. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Well, let's see what you got. What do you have on your chest? Because that's yours. Uh, so, yeah. So, on my chest is a Smith & Wesson 10 millimeter, right. 4.6 inch barrel, which is new for them. I actually had to go to, um, what is it, Gunfighters out in the, or not Gunfighters, they're out of Idaho, uh, Quick Lock Holsters out in the valley, mm. which is a local guy. I don't know if you guys have heard him, um, but to make that holster custom for it because they didn't really make any that actually fit it because it was so new. That thing's big. Dope. Yeah. It packs punch, too. Yeah. yeah. What do you got going on right here? Uh, So that is I my know. Glock 19X. Okay. A Glock on the hip. Yeah. So that all was right, kind of my right. second carry gun. And what is carry. this? That's just an extra magazine for the Glock. And then the one on my waist. Is there something down here in, on the ankle? No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. I don't know. This whole this whole arsenal starts at like eight and a half feet right? above her head. So it's like <laughs> I know it's massive. <laughs> There's a lot going on right now. Yeah. What are you firing those that ten mil, man? I have to ask people all the time, like two fifties or like two thirties for what? 
the the green bullets you're, you're shooting. Oh my gosh, like, I don't um, even know the answer to that. Mm. I just bought some cheap like practice ammo because I don't oh. really have experience with ten millimeter. Okay. Um, There's no I, like bear rounds in. No, I did buy bear rounds, but I haven't practiced with those. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what those are. There's buffalo bores, and then um, oh, there's another brand that has some badass bear rounds. And those buffalo bores are legit. Mm-hmm. That's what I run in the 44. That 230 grain. <sighs> yeah. yeah. The I got Canon. 280s. 280s. I haven't seen oh, those. I was running like a three. Oh, no, I do have like some of those. Fucking expanding and yeah. breaking my gun. I was yep. like, whoa. That's why I don't use them because yeah, nah. somebody told me that. Yeah. I don't even know why they make them for it. It's like just trying to break your gun. Yeah. But you never know. Yeah. I, I can tell you, I hope no one has to shoot a bear with a pistol. It has to be way <laughs> too close. <laughs> yeah. It has yeah. to be way too close. Well, I thought about revolver because that's a pretty new gun for me. That's only- a great gun, though. You're yeah, good. and my thing was yeah. like I'm way more comfortable with that kind of gun. Mm-hmm. I know I can shoot it. Well, uh, you can throw a lot of lead more rounds too. too. Yeah. Well, yeah. the most important is you know you can shoot it. I can shoot it. Yeah. Right. You're not like scared of this freaking yep. 500 Hand cannon. cannon. Yeah. 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 It's like I need something that I know like if I am in like some sort of some situation like I could shoot it like blind. Yeah. Basically. So. Right. And what is that? Like nine, 20 rounds. Sixteen. Mm, right. I think it's sixteen. Sixteen yeah. in there. Yeah, I'm always thrown off by that. I'm like, damn, with a revolver, you get six shots. Right, and that was another thought process. Like, five, like, dude. You have to have a good shot. Five, I want to say. I know. I was thinking about like that bear charge. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I wouldn't even shot that thing until it was like 15 yards away. Like it would have to be so close to actually, you know. Well, with yours, because the short snub. Well, I'm, either way, I'm just saying dude, it's gonna have to that be long close. barrel is accurate, dude. Like f- far. Yeah, I just think about like man, but it's still, a, like it's like too close, too close either way. Yeah, the yeah. the ten mil is cool because you get extra. Sh- you can you can start shooting from a distance. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, either that or maybe maybe I th- I feel like more times than not you might you might get a bear to to back off. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, even if he gets nicked or yeah, or his paw or something, yeah, bullets are just hitting the ground and like he just yeah. something's like boom, boom, boom in his face, like. Yep. You know, with the revolver, I'm going to wait until, like, the first one's yeah. hitting. I'm not going to just start throwing them at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I'm going to wait like, until it's close enough that, like, the first one's going to hit. Yeah. And then it might be too close because mm-hmm. he might still be able to come in and Yeah. yeah. Or even contact. just, like, a warning shot. Like, sometimes that is enough to get them. Yeah, totally. So, and you mm-hmm. don't have to worry oh. about that when you have 15 more. Sure. So. That's a good point because I've had to do many warning shots. Mm-hmm. And then you're just down to four. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like. And it's like sketchy shit. when they, like. You know, they run off the first time, and, and then, then they don't come really back. run off the second time. Mm-hmm. If they come back the second time, that's typically an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, you know, now they're getting ballsy right. about the situation. Yeah. But. And I have quite a bit of bear experience just being a fisherman. I mean, they're all around us yeah. all season long, and sometimes mm-hmm. they can come up in your business. Yeah, the young ones get testy, don't they? Mm-hmm. The adolescents. Yeah. We had yeah. one uh, charge the... Uh, there's like two sites over from us, broad daylight, just start charging them. But they had nowhere to go except for into the water because the bear oh was by their four wheeler. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. But and then after that, we all started carrying while fishing. Yeah. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. You see the video of the dude on the slope and the like the two brown birds yeah. come in, he like jumps up on the truck. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> slope life. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, shit. it's on social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can i i mean can i see it anywhere maybe youtube maybe? <laughs> no probably not uh, what do you have a, a sound cubs come in or just a couple young mm, a couple young ones mm-hmm. and one yeah. of them like ran after the dude and he had to like jump up on his tractor or whatever he was on 
Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it was just like messing around, but yeah, it looked I'm sure they playful were playful over like, actually. yeah, it wasn't like trying to mm-hmm. get them. I think yeah. it was just like, what is this thing running around? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to grab well, it. Well, that's the, that's the funny thing about bear encounters, man. You just like, don't know like 80% of the time they're going to like run away. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether it's like fishing, hunting, camping, mm-hmm. anything, they see you, they're like, oop, you stink, I'm out. Yeah. But you get those those encounters where it's like the bear probably didn't have any intentions. Just like that little brownie that was messing around at Trail River last year. Man, two of them. Yeah. There's two of them. Yeah, that was. It was pretty like dead set on the idea that like they had lost their mother mm. or had been separated or pushed away. Mm-hmm. Probably the real Push situation away. was that they were like at that second or third year. It was like, dude, yeah. you got to go. I got Leave. other babies now. Yeah. Yep. I and then they were man. like, I don't really know how to get food. So they were like rummaging around in the campground. Mm-hmm. And they weren't like, they weren't trying to hurt anybody's kids. They weren't trying to, I mean, not that they say that they wouldn't. You don't want to, you know, shortchange them because right. they're a wild animal. Yeah. It's a bear. But, you know, there's plenty of other opportunities where they could have like attacked a pet or done something mm-hmm. where they could have like done some damage. But they never were. They were yeah. just trying to dig in the fire when everybody went to bed. And they were just. <laughs> Haley, I woke up and the thing was. But right they were the way couch. too close. <laughs> it rubbed against the tent and then went into the fire. And looked they at got me way with too- his devil eyes and didn't care. <laughs> no, they looked way too. They were way too comfortable in our camp. Yeah. Yeah. Like they got mace sprayed out of them. We got little and kids. And I mean, they get like that when they're around people so much. Yeah. It doesn't They're just kind of like, well, you're not a threat. So, mm-hmm. and you smell good all the time. Yeah. Right? Your they're, food they're, next yeah, to you. Yeah. They're attracted to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not their fault. Yeah. That's for sure. I know a lot of times, or I guess I don't know, I shouldn't say that, but I think a lot of the attacks and stuff like that are like a startled bear over one uh, that was oh, like 100%. planning to do it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see any bears on your sheep? Mm-mm. Looked hard, though. We did, too, man. I'm very didn't, surprised didn't we didn't see, see one. Sign. Yeah. I saw the most massive, massive... Um, Track? No. Um, poop. Poop pile. Oh. Of a... Like, it must have just did it. Like, I... Like, Jack was in front of us. Damn and we were, and we were going. And, and, yeah, it was it was steaming. And it was, like, this high. It was huge, dude. <laughs> it was, looked like this this thing, dude. It was massive. Like, well, at least he's full. <laughs> and it was all berries. And it was all berries. It was just, like, still, like, not even... It was, like, a light brown. All, like, he must have just been munching on berries. Enough where I yelled at Jack. I was like, hey... He's not he, that far away. He's right here, dude. He's right here. He's literally somewhere. Close, yeah. close. Mm-hmm. Or you guys spooked him out. I'm sure we did because we're like crossing the rivers and yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But the biggest I've ever seen, poop. I wish I would have seen the bear. Yeah, usually it's like smaller piles are spread. Yeah. Or they like poop and they're walking, walking so they're just kind of like, never like. No, it was like a pyramid, dude. It was huge. It was like this thing. It was, but higher, like this. Yeah, I should have took a picture. I was like, whoa. I had to just tell him to stop. I was like, this dude is here. Yeah, let him like, you know, push out a little further before we keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's. Yeah. So what about some hunting and fit? And you want to get into that? Yeah. Aren't you a full-time resident? Yes, hunting for sure. Actually fishing too, so I don't even know how to fish with a pole. Yeah, I know. Isn't that Disgraceful. sad? I know. I don't know if it's sad. I mean, if you didn't do it, it's (laughs) disgraceful. I mean, people hear commercial fishermen and they just think I know how to do it all. And I'm like, ah, no. Yeah. Like, I do it so much that I, the rest of the year, and living in Washington too, like, I was in Seattle area. I'm not going to drive that far out of my way. Well, you're in like the Mecca. 
yeah. of fly fishing. Exactly. So I'd yeah. love to learn that. And then hunting as well. Yeah. Yeah. And specific animal you want to try for first? Uh, moose first. Definitely mm-hmm. not any birds because I cannot shoot flying things. <laughs> <laughs> I have tried and I know not my skill set. Yeah. No. That moose but is yeah. a little bigger. Yeah. I think Water fowl is awesome. not your thing. It's like shooting no. the forerunner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or even a, like a brown bear hunt I think would be really fun. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just an epic animal. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Moose is too. That's a good, mm-hmm. it's a good bar to set. Yeah. And, you know, once you become a resident, you're you're in. You can get an over-the-counter tag. And, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of moose in the state. Right, yeah. A lot, a lot. Yeah. So. And I think just, like, hunting in general opens up more opportunities to see the state yeah. that you wouldn't really see does. in other ways. Yeah. It really does. Mm-hmm. You it's, see it in such a prestigious, like, onset, too, with, like, the fall colors. and yeah cooler it's less buggy like the early season's really buggy but like the the late season the cool mornings and cool evenings mm-hmm. yeah yeah you're not back there with the horse flies and the mosquitoes and yeah um get the rut going with the moose and you start calling and doing the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah it's one of my favorite things i'm looking at getting my pilot's license this winter so i would love to oh, like word? combine the two yeah well that's the pinnacle <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's the dream yeah mm-hmm. you better get a lot more commercial fish because <laughs> <laughs> it's spendy yes <laughs> work your I way have up to it. very gracious parents for yeah the, are you gonna be an overlander pilots. or a pilot you're gonna be poor <laughs> either way <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny um what what is um my last question, what are some must-have 4 by 4 gear or equipment that you think someone that's trying to get into, um, whether it be off-roading or overlanding, mm-hmm. um, what are some, like, first, like, few, like, must-haves? Like, modifications that I would first make to a vehicle, basically. Yeah. So, I kind of think it changes where you're living, like, where you are. Um, based on terrain and stuff like that but number one i would say tires for sure um Mm. probably a lift so you're getting clearance Mm -hmm. um then you're kind of protecting your undercarriage and stuff like that a lot of vehicles come with stock skid plates um mine does not so i do have to kind of consider that yeah Yeah. well i have the base model oh you're not a trd no you're an SR5? I'm an SR5 because... You're not limited? No, I know, but I, there's a reason. Did you Paley? Dang. I know. I wanted to okay. pay cash for it, and the oh, SR5 okay. was what okay. I could pay oh, cash well, for. Oh, so. I mean, yeah. Can always add. Props yeah. to that. I mean, she's got the Viper cut, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, my, my thought process was I could build it into one of the nicer ones. Yeah. You know, I could do that no, stuff of course myself, you can. so... Yeah. It might have cloth seats, but it's cool. <laughs> hey, hey fuck you man there's nothing wrong with class seats no they're okay? great in the summer yeah yeah sure, you don't burn yeah. yourself when they're you great in the winter because no, then they don't freeze yeah they're yeah. not frozen dude. they don't get all cracked i have the warmers but mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying you know. <laughs> but yeah so those two things and really just armor um i want to talk though i mean i guess it's like do as i say not armor as I do yeah like skid Brush plates oh, okay um all that kind of stuff okay uh, I don't have any of that stuff, so well, you have rock, you have rocker, say, you have rocker guards? I have rock sliders, yeah. Rock sliders are, are armor. What's, what's yeah, until they're not. <laughs> well, and then you get the right size <laughs> alder tree yeah. that sneaks in between. Is that the, that little side thing? Yeah, yeah, this? yeah that's that. What's yep. it called? A rock slider. 
Okay. So if she like I thought it was a side if step. she like gets up on something and now you know, she's turning. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to just more or less get like, across the rock. Yeah, like it's so, going to turn and kind of curve and not smash the sheet the side metal of the rocker. Yeah. And it's oh, kind of designed gotcha. so you could like basically pivot your vehicle. Yeah. That's a, yeah, I was showing them there, like the little pivot. Yep. Have you had to do that? No. No. See, so if you do that, you might be like beating some other stuff up if you get to right. that point. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've, I've used them. Like I've had times where I'm like, go down off a rock and I'm like oof that hurt mm-hmm. here's <laughs> something yeah yeah <laughs> but it always sounds worse than it really is it always does mm-hmm. yep 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 heavy piece of machinery yeah forerunners like, are heavy too yeah what are they like <coughs> five thousand pounds they're 5500 stock yeah yeah yep. you know that's one thing that's pretty cool about them they hold the road real well Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know we repair them. I test drive them and stuff, and especially new ones. I like to just test drive them and check them out and get to know them. Yeah, for future, you know, reference on you, when know, you come over to the, the vehicle. Toyota life. <laughs> oh no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, shit. I'd have an old Forerunner, like a ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Shit. Yeah. Put tracks on it. Yeah. Build it up. <laughs> tracks in the snorkel. Yeah. Lower the gear ratio. Go anywhere with those two. Snorkel. Right. That's in, that's important. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've definitely thought about that. Yeah. Um, well, hold on, man. Can I get back to the like the overland whole versus off road thing? Yeah. I'm like, uh, if you're gonna I know. Go snorkel. So I guess what you could call like, my build. Are you ready to get water inside of it? An like, off road build that only overlands. Why can't you do both? <laughs> I don't understand. I could. Well, you but could. You just risk. Isn't more. overland just mean you have a tent? Uh, no, no. <laughs> well, what does it mean? Well, it means, well, you can make an overlander vehicle that's like more street and then it's like your camping machine. Mm-hmm. So you can like get off the the curb and go out in the ditch and off the, you know, you can go down okay. a dirt trail a little ways or whatever. She's kind of building up to that without damaging it. You're right. So I'm not taking anything away. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm saying you're pushing it to where it's like <laughs> you don't want to damage it. Yeah. Or you put the snorkel in it where you're like ready to like, you know, after you get home for the weekend, you open the doors for two days and let the air yeah, dry the carpets. Take on water. Okay. okay. I don't think she wants to get yeah. water no. in Inside. her ECM in no. her motor in her nine, I don't 2018. Totally. <laughs> no. So. That's the difference? No. That's just an example of like. Yeah. You can do an overlander that has a camper on top and all the, mm-hmm. the fridge and all the stuff and like right. get water in it and rally it or Hers is going to be the daily can get her to work and back, and she still has a camper. And if she has to put it in four wheel drive to get up a hill or whatever, she still has it. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's kind of blurry. It's gray. It's yeah, a gray it definitely area. is. And there's yeah. a lot of people that do both. Okay. Yeah. I just feel like it's like I see why you don't want to tear that rig up. Mm-hmm. Well, it's right? it's a nice vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It needs to get you to work. Right. Get you to the podcast. Yeah, you because know, you're gonna yep. get popular now. <laughs> you made it. You've been an AWOP, so it's like <laughs> it's what it is. But no, I just feel like if I'm you, I'm gonna put the Overlander kit on it, but I'm not gonna like try and go get it up to the Rockers in Puritan Creeks. Exactly. March three. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. There you go. There you go. Bring Josh into it. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Josh. You know, <laughs> I mean, can she get back to you know the Neltina okay. in it? And yeah, you know, oh, you definitely do Eureka. How it is? Oh, without scratching anything or anything. Yeah, you guys definitely yeah. got to go do Eureka. Yeah, I should make that a plan before like winter really hits. Yeah, I yeah. seen like. Yeah. Well, it's like hunting time. You probably don't want to be. Is like, it bad uh, to do it now? Yeah, you're gonna. Well, be br- I mean, it's just it's crowded. 
Okay. I'd do you it know, like July. July. Okay. See, that's the issue is I'm always gone every July. June. Late June. That's when I'm gone. <laughs> June and July. But okay. I don't think I'll be fishing next week. Actually, summer, so. you could probably best would be like October. Yeah, I was gonna really? say like the before 20, it the snows, on mm-hmm. everything's hard. Well, and the rivers mm-hmm. all drop because there's no more runoff and melt. Right. Yep. It's like right before that. it snows. Now you might get some snow. Well, yeah, but which can happen. But yeah. um, I'd say the conditions, although trails are gonna be pretty ripped up because yeah. of the other machines that went through the holes and all this stuff. But yeah, that's fine. Man, the trails are so defined mm-hmm. when you get out on a, a hunting like access trail in yeah. October second. It's mm-hmm. like wow. <laughs> they went around the big holes. Like the trails are built around it. You yeah. kind of know where to go. All the rivers have dropped. Mm-hmm. She can cross everything without getting waterlogged or soaked or jet skiing down the Nelchina. Yeah. You know, you can cross it's it. Must do. Um, do you want to? And I really time? hope I don't end up in the river. <laughs> Especially oh, too, if you're crashing in your Forerunner and you're sleeping inside, you're not necessarily maybe in a tent. Yeah. Unless you're doing the overlander thing. Yeah. The only issue with sleeping inside is that it takes up a lot of your space for stuff. Yeah. Especially with the dog and stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I have like my front seat to store stuff. Oh, you want so. a tent. Yeah. It'll come. Yeah, you want yeah. a tent set up. Yeah. You're on, you're on track. Yeah. You are. For man. sure. You're in the right direction. I get it. Your story is pretty inspiring to me because, um, you know, we've had our fair share of like lifelong Alaskans in, on the show mm-hmm. and um, folks that have lived here a while or, you know, still are relatively new. You're... Like at the one year mark. Pretty fresh, yeah. Yeah, and it's cool. It's like I encourage someone who's looking for a new lease on life, a fresh start, uh, not necessarily mm-hmm. stating that that's what you're doing, but this, that embracing and with a positive mental attitude, yeah. what is out there and available to you mm-hmm. here. That's really what it was, though. I mean, I graduated from undergrad and was at this like super dark spot in my life where you know, I got rid of what was toxic, but I was still dealing with that part of my life. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, well, I need to figure this out first and then kind of like figure out my next steps. And then when I was good from that, I was like, okay, I want to move. And then I started thinking about where I wanted to move. And I was like, well, I already spent my summers in Alaska, so let's go. And then we had some family friends who are only up here in the summers and they were like, just live at our place when you move up. Cause I was moving up literally the day after they were leaving um and then the job that i have now um my dad is best friends with the now ceo of the company and it's a washington montana alaska branch so he was like or business not branch um but he was like if you want a job to move up there like i'll get you one and i was like just all these things aligning it came together yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and so i was like had Sometimes my car that's on, what it takes on a, yeah my car was booked to come up here in like a week and i was like i'm going yeah and, but yeah like we said or like i said earlier it was like I'm not happy what I'm doing in Washington. I'm not going to be happy doing that in Alaska. Like you can't just mm. do the same the, thing. Do the same thing. Yeah, in a different spot. place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you approach it the same, the outcome is going to be the same. Exactly. Regardless and, of what walls you live in, mm-hmm. what roads you drive on, and what places yep. of work you go to. Yeah, and I mean, I was like total introvert before moving up here. Mm. It was like a total. What is it? 180, 360, 180. Now you're on yeah, podcast. Came, came out of your yeah. shell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, look at you. Yeah, and you're not even like. You weren't hesitant to come on here. No, I was super excited. And talk to us. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is an awesome opportunity. It sounds like really the introvert wasn't you, actually. No, I think it was just me being unhappy where I was, mm. yeah. I guess. Defiant yeah. to change and find mm-hmm. happiness. Yeah. And it Make also the ultimate sounds choice, like man. you were embraced here yeah, by the groups sure. that you joined. And mm-hmm. and, I th- mm-hmm. and I find that that's 
a unique Alaska thing. Um, there's so many different groups you can be a part of, whether it's, you know, off-roading or a fly fishing group or yeah. just hiking or fat tire biking. There's so many groups mm-hmm. in there, and all these groups are so open to obviously local people, but anyone outside that's yeah. like moving, mm-hmm. moving. They love new yeah. people. Yeah, they yeah. do. They do. And, and we have tons and tons and tons of listeners that are like excited about visiting Alaska mm-hmm. or they're going to about to move to Alaska. Yep. Yeah. They just need a nudge. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. get on that Facebook, sure. get on that Instagram, get on that social media and find those mm-hmm. groups and just join. And then you get here and you're going to be a part of some rad thing. Yeah. For sure. I mean, that's how I got started up here with Lady on Toyota is what I got a message from the ambassador of Alaska. And then she, I was like, hey, I think I'm moving up. And she's like, that's awesome. And then she talked to me like every week. And then when I finally moved up, she was like, this is when our next meetup is. And then just, I mean, now I'm an admin for the Instagram page. I'm an admin for the Facebook page. I'm We're an ambassador. It. It's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, taking every opportunity that's been given to me for sure. Well, isn't it like in our human nature too, to be part of the clan? Mm-hmm. 100%. You know, and I'm not saying yeah. that's for everybody. Right. You know, there's people that do their own thing, and yeah. kudos to them and respect. Mm-hmm. But but the majority uh, of if people. You, if you like to interact with other humans and enjoy life and share the enjoyment of life and fruits and up here, mm-hmm. as cliche as it may sound, it's big. It's, it's great. It's the last frontier. There's a lot there. It's yeah. hard, long winters. They're dark. There's It's expensive. There's a lot of things working against you, but if mm-hmm. you really want it, yeah, you have to make the active effort. Yeah, and there to Daniel's point, man, there's like all these people up here that love it as much as you. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everyone loves something about it, and they're like yeah. more than willing to share and teach and, and bring you along for things. Good for you for getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. No, it's been because awesome. wasn't that a hard move? It actually to just break free. Wasn't like I was super excited my parents were like extremely supportive uh my entire Mm. family was everyone was like friends were like you're crazy moving up where you have no family and like all this stuff and my parents were like no this is gonna be like an awesome experience for her Mm. and like we can still go visit her and like all this stuff and now they're kind of talking like we never see you and i was like Uh, well i moved uh, (laughs) (laughs) well you said you want to buy a house yeah Yeah. let's get a spot and i'll take one of the rooms and uh uh-huh i need a garage yeah right (laughs) could we put a two-post lift in the garage (laughs) yeah can you give me some tracks for the (laughs) i could show you some really cool spots (laughs) yeah looking at these toolboxes and (laughs) right no so when i first moved up here i was grad school full-time working full-time and then working a part-time job through grad school so i was super busy and now that i'm done with grad school it's like i have all this time and it's been so fun just being able to like oh i want to do this after work okay i want to do this on a weekend okay it's like oh i don't have to continue my thesis Haley, enjoy that while lasting i know i think that's why i've been so lazy in applying for jobs it's just because i'm enjoying this like yeah find a balance Mm -hmm. because that's the ultimate goal yeah but please enjoy it because you know life and jobs and careers and kids and Mm -hmm. all that stuff has a lot of value and it's beautiful but Mm -hmm. your youth it's man i don't want to sound like a soapbox but your youth (laughs) and your time cannot be can't get that back and i think that's something i've learned since moving up here it's a different pace of life up here that really just makes you like step back and think it's fast isn't it yeah but like you're so small in this state that it's like holy cow there's so much 
Mm-hmm. Like to experience, you to can't do. do it all, right? You yeah, cannot. It's like humbling. Time is here. like the most valuable thing, mm-hmm. and having the time to do the stuff, yeah, becomes like how do you get the most of that mm-hmm. with the right amount of income and yeah, and resources and the balance? Like, yeah. if you can find it where you can tilt it more toward the fun mm-hmm. and the freedom and the doing shit. Yeah, for sure. You won't regret it later, I promise you. Yeah, yeah well, do I'm that like, as long well, as possible. My whole life, yeah. I mean, I say that like I'm super old, but like I've always been on the grind, like boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, back to back to Doing back. the right thing. Yeah, and, I mean, yep. I graduated grad school at 22. Yeah. So now I'm just like, went hard. Yeah, so I'm like, gosh, this is kind of nice just to like step back and I don't know, have some time, do things that I yeah. didn't have the time for. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Go learn to fly fish. Go do Go these things. Go learn to fly airplane, stuff. man. Yeah, do it all. It's going to happen. It's going to yeah. happen. Because there's plenty of folks, myself included, that looked at things like, oh, man, I got time. I got time. Mm-hmm. And then life happens. Yeah. And, you know, again, not to soapbox it. just It just does, man. It's yeah. cool. I don't regret it, but... Yeah, for sure. You know, when I talk to young folks that are like, I want to do this and that, I'm like, oh, man, do it, do that shit. Yeah, yeah like, I don't care do what it, it takes. Go broke doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it'll all come later. I yeah. promise it'll come later. Yep. The experiences and the time yep. and the stuff that you can, you have access to and the ability to now, too, man, with all, like you said, the networking with the people and, and mm-hmm. it's, you can, like, get in on anything now. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like it was hard to find a dude to go snow machining with 20 years ago to jump in a Toyota and like find some people to, you know, you get a couple, two or three guys to go out with you every week and then you get 40 people together. Uh-huh. So that's Come crazy. on, you know? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, the awesome. opportunities are endless, man. Mm-hmm. It's great. For sure. Um, Haley, I think you've inspired a lot of people, a lot of ladies, a lot of, um, yeah, most importantly, a lot of women, which is highly important to us to inspire men women kids families Mm -hmm. to just get outside and do stuff and this is an an angle that i think we haven't covered yet um the off-road the the yeah we're starting to dabble with it and you're like the perfect catalyst for it perfect yeah it's huge in alaska but man not not in the sense that like there's four by groups yeah through the years but you know Mm -hmm. you get Toyota's owned by women groups, and now they, like that—that's next level. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not so, here to be like, oh, I'm this extreme off-roader. Like, I'm not at all, and I have so much to learn still. But it's like, it's my passion. Yeah. It's what I enjoy. I love learning about. Well, the it. awareness, uh huh, is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you learn more, and the the next gal or guy yeah. comes up, learn and that's more. how I am. And like, it's like most of my mods and stuff, I haven't done them myself, but I've been a part of like the entire install process for all of it so then it's like okay this next girl comes up and she's part of the lady owned toyota group and she needs to install this i can teach her yeah so gladly Mm -hmm. or be part of it yeah or give her some sort of information or whatever yeah that's how it was with the viper cut that i did i've had i mean guys and girls be like hey can you do it for me and i was like well i'd rather like teach you but (laughs) yeah Yeah. i can (laughs) Yeah. Like, but I don't want to go to AIH and buy the tools. You got them. <laughs> yeah. You got the saw blade and everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, Haley, we appreciate you coming oh, yeah. in. Um, anyone that's looking to maybe get in contact with Haley, it's at HBuff underscore AKRNR, HBuff, AK Runner, pretty much. Yes. Um, and any of you ladies that out there that might have a Toyota, I'm sure that um, yeah. ladies shoot, me a message. shoot her a message. She'd be down with that. Um, 
appreciate you coming in. I think that you've really inspired uh, people that are looking to do a different angle. Not everyone's trying to go extreme sheep hunting person, mm-hmm. you know, but this is something that like, you know, you already have the car. You just want to do a couple things and join yeah. a group. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. No, like Daniel said, definitely an inspiration to like a new Alaskan who's embracing the lifestyle, mm-hmm. the culture, the opportunities. Yeah. Kudos to you. Thank you Thank for coming you. in. Thanks, thanks for being part of yeah. it. And thanks for being another angle for us to remind people of what, um, you know, our messages and what we're about and what mm-hmm. we're, you know, bringing awareness to. And you just brought a whole nother yeah. angle to it. Oh, sure. yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. It was Embrace great. It was great. Yep. awesome. Yep. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave us an Apple podcast review. Go to alaskawildproject.com. We got new hoodies, new shirts, new hats, new all kind of stuff mm. coming. If it's not there yet and probably be out nice there by the time this too, comes man. out. So we got some new beautiful things coming. Support the sponsors. Um, you know, they, they make all this stuff possible. Um, total so truck. Total truck, for sure. Alaska Overlander. Out there, Alaska Overlander. Um, all the sponsors, man. All these people are people that too. we trust, you know, and people that we know are doing legit stuff. So we appreciate that. And thank you to all the listeners inside the state, outside the state, outside the country. Um, mm. We appreciate you guys. Alaska, stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products. Providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers, custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local butt tender about AKO.
Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Anchortown Dogs, located on 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Crude Magazine, Alaska-based media outlet using the last frontier as a springboard to discover larger truths about the cultures of our great state. Read more at crudemag.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include snow and ice management, weekly lawn care, and more. Get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. Lady with a Plan, your own Alaska event planner. From scouting the perfect location to planning the tiniest details. Specializing in event management and production for intimate social gatherings. Find Lady with a Plan on Instagram. Should you not claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth. And it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy. And it is unmanly to say they cannot do it.